Hey, everybody, we are back. Welcome to another episode of More Than a Title. I'm your host, as usual, Jared Thomas, Chief Revenue Officer at Outside the Box Digital. And you know, I got my brother, my brethren, your favorite CEO's favorite CEO, Rocco Richardi. Yo, what's good, baby? Shit. We fashionably <laughs> late. <laughs> Shit. That's what's going on right there. Life be fucking life and be between fucking traffic. And this fucking storm and technical difficulties and the other podcast trying to block us, turning off the internet and shit. Yo, they don't, yo, listen, man. I, you know what it was? I'm gonna tell you what it was. It's because we 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 updated the analytics today and they see where we at on the charts and they don't like that shit. Man, that shit is different. That don't shit like is different. That. Ooh, with the resource. Like I had a bigger podcast, the more resources, but Lana's up on the field. That's we getting y'all right. every single fucking time, and that's what we on more than the title. Right. You did. You already know the model, man. If it ain't bright, it ain't it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to lighten up your life, baby. 2024, we on some different shit this year. I'm telling y'all right now, we're about to take this podcast to the extreme next level. So if y'all enjoyed the last two seasons, season three and season four, no more seasons, 2024, this podcast about to explode. 100 episodes. Easy. 100 episodes this Easy. year, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, we got we, we got a we got a dope brother, man. We we, we want to give you we're gonna give you the, the you know we're gonna do the intro, but quick house cleaning items. Yo, yep. shout out to y'all, the supporters, the listeners, the subscribers. Shout yep. out across every platform. We're growing and glowing every week because of y'all, and we truly appreciate that, man. Real talk. And we're gonna give y'all hundred episodes this year. And shout out to our distribution partners, the live podcast network, the first yep. black-owned women-owned podcast network. We don't talk when we walk, we, we work with ours, we eat and break bread with ours. That's what Back. we also shout out to Angel and the team. And Shout out to our executive producers, Real Block Films. Yep. Shout out to our brothers, man. Make sure y'all download the American New app. Watch that. Download the Love Movie, man. It's fire. My brothers made that. Go yeah. check that out. Shout out to Real Block. And they are executive producers at more than the title. And with and that moving. being... And it's, and moving. it's moving. It's going. It's mm -hmm. going straight up and down. You know what I'm saying? But with that said, y'all already know what we... Let's start the show. Gonna get it right now. First of all, I'm gonna give you some back some background. This brother, first of all, we, we actually interviewed this brother was our second in-person interview, man. Right. And and we're gonna tell y'all the real because we're right. still figuring out what the in-person looks like for us and what equipment you need, how to give y'all the best product possible. And yo, the audio was crazy. So this is actually our second interview, man. And I know I'm gonna be just as impressed as I was the first time. And he's a great brother. He's a renowned multi-platinum cover artist, animator, yep. painter, and CEO of Flash Forward Productions LLC. He's also the man behind the hand-drawn cover artworks for some of New York's biggest hits such to date, such as Fabio Foreign City of Gods, FN, Shake It, 2055, Tiptoe, as well as artwork and animation for the likes of Lil TJ, Chef G, Sleepy Hollow, Fabio, Lil Wayne, DJ Khaled, Kanye West, and so many more. He's even managed to work with all sorts of brands and network entertainment companies such as Tier NYC, Adidas, VH1's Wildin' Out, and many more. This brother also is currently working on his animated miniseries that's now out on YouTube and all platforms called The Flies, in which he's the lead animator and voice actor for the main character. Let's introduce our wait, brother. Wait, 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 this, this nigga's so talented, he be just waking up and finding new talents. He does rugs now. He yeah. rugs and doing copper he rugs. Does rugs. He does custom fucking rugs. He does, I see him doing a custom rug. I'm telling you now, flash. I need a sign piece for the crib. We're going to talk about it. This kid is fucking amazing, man. I promise yeah, you. I appreciate you. Hi, man. Talent, kid baby. Flash, oh, man. None shit. other but Kid Flash. My dude, what's good, baby? Welcome good, to the man. show. I appreciate y'all having me on the platform again. Y'all, yeah. I appreciate y'all. That was a beautiful intro. Yo, y'all killed that. 
Nah, come on, man. You the bro, bro man. Bro, bro, Yo, bro, like, bro. welcome to the show again. Again, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, let's, wait, we, we about taking the class. Okay, let's go, man. We about taking the class, bro. Like, yo, I, I'm, I, I still got hit and shit in the back of my mind from the first interview that was yeah. fire, bro. Like, yeah. it was so was crazy. Bad. And I'm gonna give y'all one tidbit. One yeah. of the fire things we said, or you said on the first one, and I want to make sure we get to it, bro. We asked you about your animated series, The Flies, and what are your plans for it. He was like, yo, you're going to throw it on Cartoon Network or something like that? This mm -hmm. brother said, I am going to become Cartoon Network. And yep. that one line right there, I wish I had that motherfucker clip for y'all. <laughs> but you already know, man. Like, he's just, you different, bro. And, like, we see your set from the first time we spoke to now, bro. I just want to tell you on air in front of our people, man, that we proud of you. We fuck with you, bro. Your work ethic, your hustle, man. You deserve all the blessings coming to you. And that's why to honor the motherfucker celebrate you twice, man. You know what I mean? You are God, man. We want to see you win. So technically, yes, he is the first guest we ever interviewed twice back to back. Back to back like that. Straight up. Records are here now. I love it. Before before we get started, I want to I just want to co-sign what Jared said, man. Um it's it's not too often that you actually just meet somebody that is pure talent. And, you know, we've been hanging out for months now. We've been, you know, conversing and we've been able to follow your journey, bro. And you are absolute pure talent, man. And I'm just I'm yeah. very excited that you have found a support system that is helping to foster your growth. Um, because we all know what happens when talent isn't forced, right? So you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm like super fucking excited to see what the fuck you. When you came up with the rug shit, I'm like, God. But you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm absolutely elated, man. I'm 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 so curious, really, to just watch your growth because if you're doing this shit now, man. And you know you're gonna fill in the audience, but as young as you are, if you're at this level of creativity now, now imagine when you're like a full veteran, 10, 15, 20 in, it's, it's gonna be unstoppable, right? It's gonna be scary, bro. Yeah, crazy. Facts. Open the lane, just not only for myself but for other creatives as well too. Because you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you have, you made a great point when when talent is not fostered. It's yeah. just like it just hangs in the wind. It's just, you know, nobody ever hears about it. So when you got people in your corner, which like my, my manager, Monk, shout out Monk, for real. Like, shout, shout out, out to Monk, Monk man. Monk. Without him, like a lot really? of the things that I have going on currently uh, in my career, you know what I'm saying? I would never have gotten that light shined on me if it wasn't for people like him and other people in my corner that just keep me motivated to keep going because, you know what I'm saying? It's not easy. And me and, me and Jared was actually speaking about this before we went live, like, it's not it's not easy when you're doing this thing, especially independently. So, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people just see the work and see the gratification and see the accolades and just assume like, oh yeah, nah, he's he's a part of the industry now. He's he's like one of those people who just get it. Like, nah, bro, like I don't I don't never know what's gonna happen or what project yeah. or what opportunity is gonna hit my doorstep until it arrives at my doorstep. Like literally. Message. And that That's shit is real. And people don't understand how that feels when you eat what you kill. And that's the, the risk of the entrepreneurship. When you eat what you kill, yo, and you know you got to build, when you're back against the wall and you got to do what you got to do and you don't know, but you're just stepping out on pure faith and talent, they don't understand how hard it is just to train your mind that way, bro, to keep going. That's the hard part, training your fucking mind just yeah. to keep going, bro. And, like, I'm curious. You want to start there, bro? Because I want to get into your upbringing. But I would love to know, bro, like, what was the difference? Like, now that you have a great team behind you, what was it like coming out when you didn't have a team? Like, what are some of the differences from then to now? Uh it's a lot, a lot more free for me. Like, I feel like a super weight was t 
take it off my shoulder because like when before I had Monk and Soraya, which is my manager in PR, shout out Soraya as well too. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I, all, it, Soraya. <laughs> all it was was just me. Like I had to yeah. do the PR, I had to do the managing, I had to find and book myself, or people would just come book me. Um, I had to market myself, I had to take the calls like like a secretary, I had to you know, be the brand ambassador for my own brand. I, ha I had to be all of these hats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now that I have a team behind me, I feel like I've I feel like my mind has more space to create than it has to just be creating and then doing this and then doing that and then doing it. it it's like so more, like so much more free for me to think now. Like I feel like I, I'm not running around like a chicken without a head. I'm just right. focused now. I have a, a goal that I want to meet, something I want to do. And then everybody else could like go to Monk and Soraya when it comes to figuring out how to work with Kid Flash because it's it's a lot better. It's a lot better. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna piggyback off of what Jared said because I think I think that's a dope fucking segue because of the fact that now you you understand the difference uh, between being independent without a support system and then uh, being independent with a with a support system. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. now, right. Now that your, your career has gotten traction, right? Think about when you first started and technically nobody knew who you were <clears throat> and, and nobody wanted to deal with you, deal with you in a sense, right? You were doing, you were wearing all the hats yourself. Now that you have a team, right? Think about the difference, right? Would you have rather waited like you did and developed your craft so that you can understand what a person is supposed to do to help you get to the next level? Or would you have preferred to have somebody help you try to figure it out and do most of the work for you in those earlier stages? Cause that's a big difference. Yeah. Personally, um, I would have had, I'd like to have it earlier. And I only say that because I, so before I get into that, I want to mention that I yeah. feel like the reason why I have it now and not back then is because okay. I needed to learn certain things. I needed to go through certain go. certain people in order for me to really understand what it takes there to be go. in this industry and stay afloat by myself before I had other people entangled with it. So I'm, I'm grateful that it yeah. happened that way. But yeah. if it were up to me, though, I would have liked to have it a little earlier because... I've been doing this for almost six years now, going on seven this this coming year. This November will make seven years of me doing like my business ventures. So um, you feel me? Like if I had it a little bit earlier, because I was doing big cover arts and big, you know, projects back then too. And a lot of people used to tell me back in those early days, yo, why don't you have a manager? Why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? And I just never thought that a cover artist needed that because, you know, I didn't even know the weight of my title or my career path. Like, I didn't know how serious it could be. I didn't yeah. know how how much money was really even to be made in this lane. So to think about having a manager and a PR and all this, I'm like, man, I'm not no rapper. I'm not, I just sit behind here on my iPad just making artwork. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> manager, okay. But then when I really started seeing, like, wait, no, like, this – this is still a lane. This is still something that requires that. That's why it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like I had to go through all of that to realize what it means to be an artist in this lane, what it means yeah. to have these plaques. Because bro, when I tell you, I didn't know that having one of these things right here would have made me- Price goes up. Hold on, hold on, come on, come on. Come on, you, you, you listen, you know, you know, the moment you get any type of acknowledgement, right? A major acknowledgement for any work that you have done. 
The moment you get that, you know what it is. Yesterday's price is not today's price. You know what I'm saying? Because other than that, what you giving me the acknowledgement for? You know what I'm that's saying? A that's, right. a that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. But yo, bro. I was gonna ask you too, bro, to piggyback off what you're saying, bro. Like, how? What was the biggest business lesson you learned early? So, like, you made your first cover. All right, we'll go into the story, and I definitely want to, you know, tell the listeners the story. But how did you end up figuring out the pricing? Because that's the biggest issue I be hearing from content creators, bro. And I can imagine for animators, anybody who's building a brand, is like you step into this market, but you don't know what is the value in the marketplace. Like, how much do I sell this cover art for? You don't want to oversell. You don't want to undersell. So, like, I would love to know what was your biggest lesson and kind of how you figured that out, bro. Um, my biggest lesson with that would be your time, because regardless, mm. if even if you know how to do it in five minutes or it take you five hours or five days, it doesn't matter. Your time is worth every penny, and especially because of who you are. If they come into you, they could have went to multiple other people, but they chose to come to you. So that means your time is valuable. You have however long you need to complete this task and whatever it takes to complete that task to its full entirety where every party could be like, yep, it's a green light. That is what they're paying for. They can't, they, they paying for, they, they paying for the time that it takes me to do it. They pay for the amount of quality and detail that I take when I'm putting into these things. And they're also paying for, for, the name because at the end of the day it's a brand as well i'm not just selling the artwork i'm not just selling a yeah. name i'm selling the brand because Nathan. Yeah, yo, i don't know selling how you selling blue, you selling blue <laughs> magic you selling <laughs> blue magic bro when you talk that shit, you gotta get one bro you gotta get the message not man for sure not for real but um so essentially yeah. like i'm selling the brand uh, essentially like kid flash is the artist yes but it's also yeah. the brand too so it's just like you going in the Gucci. You're not gonna buy a, the Gucci shirt if it if it don't have that Gucci lettering or that pattern or something of that on there. So it's the same thing with the artwork. You're not gonna come get my artwork for me, and I'm not gonna put my name on there and, and promote it and put it out there. So it's like you paying for all of that. Now, depending on what it is, determines the price, how long it takes, how much detail, how much effort goes into it. Because if it takes me less time to do it, it's gonna cost me. Because now. I, like, for example, when I did City of Gods, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I did this cover art right here in two hours, bro. I had right. no no, no heads up on it. I had literally a two-hour deadline, and it was a super huge project, and I had to impress the likes of Kanye West. You're like he, Him and Fabio were the deciding factors on this cover art, and it's funny because I ran into Fabio at a show um, in Albany, and he told me that. Like when, I, when, I, when we was talking about it and shit like that, he was like, yo, Kanye actually wanted to go a whole nother direction. He didn't even want this cover art. So if, wow. if it wasn't for Fabio putting that out there, like, yo, like, no, forget what you want. This is what I want. Right. I would not be having this plaque right here. You know what I mean? Oh, so shout out to Fabio. Shout out to Not only that, but I did a very high quality artwork in a Absolutely. span of hours. You know what I'm saying? And, and mind you, this was, this was actually the final draft. I did three other drafts before this one. You get what I'm saying? So to do four whole drafts, and mind you, the other three drafts were completely different from this one and way, way more detailed than this one. So yeah. I had to do all of that in two hours. You're not paying for the name. and You pay for all of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're paying for the time, the, the effort, the detail, the name, and all of that. And it's all packaged as one Kid Flash artwork. Here you go. So that's how I what I learned. Uh, you know, your time is right. a valuable thing. Thing. like it's the yeah. most valuable so 
Now, you know, fire. let me let me give you a let me give you a possible new way <clears throat> to look at this flash. Uh-huh. Time is important, absolutely. Your talent is important, but that all circles back to, to one thing. They're really paying for your knowledge. Yes. And you and you actually hit on it before, right? It doesn't matter if it take if if, if I'm a, if I'm an electrician and you pay me to do a job, I charge you for the job. That's it. Yep. What do you want done? You want me to put this light bulb in? Okay. Why you think you you know you go to dealership or some shit? The car's like all electrical work is like a hundred hours. So, because it doesn't matter how long it takes. We're charging you a specific price because you're paying for the expertise of getting it right the first time. Yeah, so absolutely. That's what, so when for you to even be able to do four drafts in two hours, that's from this. Absolutely. That's the knowledge of how to do it, how to put everything together. That's what they're paying for. So when you package it that way, you let them know. I don't give a fuck if it takes me an hour or five hours. The price is the price because you're paying for this. Yes. And and also the branding allows you to do that. Yes. The branding allows you to do that, bro. Like, for instance, like whatever. I don't care what the hell you buy. Like you said with the Gucci example, right? It's the branding that they built for that to be able to command a certain amount of price. They knew your work, bro. They knew your work ethic and they knew they could count on you. And the fact that you did that and was able to do it, I'm looking at the detail of the shit now. I'm surprised you ain't pull it up because I thought you was going to have it ready. Oh, no, 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 no. <clears throat> excuse me. That shit look fire. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pull it up. My, uh, my apologies for that. You know what I'm no, saying? You good, bro. You good. You good, bro. Excuse yeah, me, but that I, shit look fire, bro. So, like, so once you send it to them, and, like, and the fact that Favi said that, like, how do you tell Kanye no? Yeah. That, that's, that's what I was crazy. Saying. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we got the call right here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. I can pull it up. Hold on. It's the City of Gods yeah. cover, right? Yeah. 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 And I actually, I never, I never showed anyone this. These are the drafts. I've never showed anyone these. My God. So, My God. I mean, this, is, this is draft number one, right? And I hope only had. I only had a snowflake, a teddy bear emoji, and a piano keys to go off of as emojis. Literally, this is all I had to go off of. I'm trying to get the because my camera inverted, but that nah, was nah, nah, one. Look good. Then yeah. this one, number two, right? And then and you said you only one, had what to go off of. Say that one. More I time? just had the piano key emoji, the snowflake emoji, and then the uh, teddy bear emoji, and I had to make it work. And after those drafts, I was just like, all right, let me try something different. And then we got this. A couple hours went went by. It was silent in the chat. Nobody said nothing. Later right. that night, Bobby posted it. It was out. I was like, oh my god. Yo, bro, I I, I got it. Yo, bro, walk us through that. Walk us through that motherfucking moment, though. You got the joint. You got two hours. What was plan number one? You got the you got the three emojis. What is your creative process from there? My creative process was like. What am I about to do? Like, I, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, you should go I anywhere. Like, I kind of let my mind roam because I feel like when I have to think about it, the art comes out less fire than I would like it to be. Because I, agree. I like to let my creations flow like an extension of me, like as if it was like another arm or another leg or something like that. Like, I don't like to force art. I like to art to express itself through me. So instead of overthinking, I gave myself about like twenty minutes to just kind of breathe, reel it in. Let myself think. I didn't even have the music to go off of. I didn't have the names of the people who were working on the song. I didn't get that till like after the final draft. Honestly, he didn't take like shout out Lou. He was the one who told me that it was Fabi, Kanye, and Alicia on the track. I didn't know that after I made my first four drafts. Like he told me that after the fact. I'm like, wait, this is for who? So like when I seen it and I did it, I was like, I just let it flow through me because I'm like, all right, 
What do I want to do? You sent me the pianos. I immediately knew I wanted to make that the focal point of the background. I wanted that to be very, very dramatic. So I just had mm -hmm. piano falling. It just, something just registered. I honestly, like, I can't even tell you why I thought this. It just came to me like that. And then the hardest part for me was incorporating the snowflake and the bear. Because I'm like, damn, what do I do with this? That's why I kind of made them big focal points. But they was liking it, but they didn't really like like it especially because Kanye West Bear was already done already by Takashi Murakami and I didn't want to copy anybody else art. Yeah. And, you know, really nothing else for me to go off of because that was supposed to re represent him. So I'm like, all right, instead of using the bear, he just released Donda. Donda was just an all black cover. So I just yeah. made the background black to represent him. And then the keys right. was Alicia Keys. And mm. then I did um Lou also sent me a picture of Fabio's uh man's Tida who unfortunately passed away. And he was doing the Wu Walk dance off the speaker. So I used that as a reference image to make him like the the hood version of the uh, Statue of Liberty, since it was a song about New York. And it kind of just came together like that. And yeah, right. it, just, it just, just came together. So. Damn! Yeah, that's fire, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's fire, bro. <laughs> you get your air on for that, too, bro. It was a tough that, that one. Is... Too, but. It was it, it happened so you know thank god because he he the one who got me through that for real and then and then from there and, and it take walk us through after that bro so you if you find out the artist is kanye Favi, alicia what happens next bro like how how does it change business and like oh matter of fact we got the picture. real quick yeah i just want to uh oh we got it uh got it in the background okay hold on hold on hold on, hold on. we lost hold the city on. bring the city back <laughs> okay go ahead go ahead go ahead let me see if i can get it in all right, hold on. Before we even do that, you know what you about to get. I knew, I knew you was gonna fuck. It. <laughs> oh. <The> disrespect. <laughs> Here we go, right there. It's not full screen because it's it's such a condensed image. I didn't want to stretch it, but you know what I'm saying. You definitely get a lot more clear. Uh, you could definitely see the detail that went into it. You know what I'm saying. Um, and it's a one, it's a one of one, man. It's that it's a one of one. That shit is probably definitely a one of one. Um, so, so I I wanted to stop you before we you know before we got into the rest because I asked you this before. So I think this is a perfect segue before we get too far away from it. Since you showed the other designs or more than the title, nobody's ever seen those before. To make sure that you know that that's your design, is there a hidden kid flash signature or something within that design? Just Absolutely. in case somebody ever tries to fucking copy it or steal your shit and act like they did it, did you embed, you know what I'm saying, a secret little fucking logo or something inside of that? Absolutely. I, my, all of my covers have my logo on it. So, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you want to steal it, it's right there. It's right in the bottom corner. Gotcha. So wait, wait, bring bring up the cover all one more time. Where is it on the cover? I'm curious. I'm where, where, like, where did you hide it in? On the main cover, cover. It's actually that, all, right under that flower, right by his shoe. On, on that's the right what I'm saying. Yeah, mm. so, so like, yeah, yeah. Like, you see where the snowflake is at on the little thing he's standing on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go to the right. Go to the right of that. It's right, it's right there alongside. Gotcha. Hey, yo, hold on. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. You know that's a Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. There's no, way, there's no way you caught me on the last one. He was in the long side of the... Yeah, you're stupid. You niggas are stupid. Yo. Go ahead, Jack. Nah. 
<laughs> but has your, bro, now that you said that, bro, has anybody ever tried that? Has anybody ever tried to steal your work? And, and, and what what is what is the process of like what happens if somebody steals your work, bro? Your, your like how do you how do you make sure you register outside of just adding your logo there? Is there a way to register it? Make sure it's like what is that process? Um, so anything that I do or any transactions, because I have copyrights on all of my work. So um, even so if every, every piece of work, every piece of work you do is a copyright. Every mm. piece. Anything that I touch is copyrighted already. As soon as I draw it, it's copyrighted. Well. Technically, in the eyes of the law, it's only intellectual property at that point. You would actually have to file it. And with you giving it to them that quick, it's no way. The filing time for a copyright is months. It's months. Yeah. So you, you'll get the intellectual property copyright. Uh, you could poor man copyright it and print it out real quick and mail it to yourself type shit. The, you know what I'm saying? Um, but as far as like the full copyright, to, to have that, you have to do the paperwork on it. And, so, and, or, and, or, and or get a work for hire uh, release because, you know, I know they're going to hit you with that, too. Because once you once they uh, you sell it to them, they actually own it. Right. You, so you know Sam? It's, 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 it's embedded in the contract because I, I make sure that I work all of that into the work for hire, all that type right. of stuff. Right. Right. All right. I still have the right to print it out on shirts and put it out and sell yeah. it type, type stuff. So that's yeah. why. When I, when I say copyrights, because yeah, gotcha. it's theirs to like distribute for the song, but it's still my artwork, so I can do posters, prints, all types. So, te of so technically, even though they bought it from you, you still retain some type of ownership. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, and that's and you, right, and you're allowed to use it as intellectual property as you see fit. Right. It's fire. Yeah, bro. Ooh, hold on, hold on. Wait, that, that deserves right. a motherfucking school bell. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we we in four period business, y'all. That's very fucking smart. Millions off this song. Like when it goes yeah. gold and platinum, bro, they're breaking millions of dollars off of that song. And you're yeah, yeah, they're making a lot of money off that song. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, we gotta eat too as artists, because you know, these people could have a song that an artist does a like me, does a cover art for, then the song goes triple platinum. Yeah, you know money they made off of that song. You got yeah. the little fee they gave you to do the artwork. Yeah, I got mm. tired of taking advantage, getting taken advantage of in that in that realm. So I just had That's to right. kind of really learn the business and like put my foot down because at the end of the day, they need the artwork more than I need they their their lookout there. You know what I'm saying? Like they need me more than I need them. Message. I, 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 I gotta play devil's advocate. I I gotta pardon. He pardon. Flash. I love you, but. I gotta play devil's advocate. You're talking about a multi-million dollar company to technically yeah. a person that is an upstart. They they don't need you like that. Because like you said, they could have put out a, a, a mini, not even a press release, just a mini, any artist that wanna be on this cover, so you understand, and got overloaded with fucking, um, you understand what I'm saying? Right. Yes, I don't want you to, Look at it that way because then you might start to move differently. The value is what you base on it. Once you kind of sell it, what it does is what it does because you could value something at a price, sell it, and it doesn't make or or move the way it, they even thought it would. You understand what I'm saying? So when when you come up with your value system, don't be worried about too much about like the back end on what it's gonna do, what it can make, what you possibly want to lose because it's gonna put you in a very bad mindset. You understand? Just get your value and your worth. Once you're happy with the fact that you know you've built that relationship now, 
you have the accreditation and you got what you wanted, that should all, you know, that should be the only thing that matters. And then the next time you can negotiate better. But if you think about it like that, like, well, I'm gonna do this and you need me more. It's I'm no, telling you, but, but it is true though. No, you have it's, the, the word is called leverage. True. You have leverage, but I'm telling you, it's not true, bro. It's not true. I'm not saying that Kid Flash is not famous. What I'm saying is you have a company, a label. Forget Fabi, forget Kanye, the artist, forget Alicia. I'm just talking about the label itself that has mm -hmm. enough notoriety and power to get almost any artist, creative artist they want in the world. When you have that kind of power, then you understand you them giving Flash that opportunity as an upstart is phenomenal. It's phenomenal, but don't 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 mistake a gift and a blessing for like arrogance. You understand what I'm saying? They don't need you because they could have easily. Think about this: How many cover art pieces did you do last year? Watch this: How many did you do? Probably over last year, probably over like 50, 50. Okay, let's say fifty. Just off the top of your head, do you know how many singles, just single songs that have cover art that have to go on these streaming platforms are released in the music genre of just hip hop in one year? Just a wild guess. Shit, I, probably, probably, shit, I don't even know. That's a big-ass right. number. Yeah. Thank you. Thousands of millions. Let's just say a million. You understand? So think about you did 50 covers. Who the fuck did the, the 900,000? You understand 950? You understand what I'm saying? Look at it like... For a fact, the, the reason I talk like that, the reason why I say it like that is only because, like... Had they, I know they had the access to that. I, I've been in these with, and talks with these labels even when I was really, really now starting up. But it's like, out of all these dope, beautiful individuals who, who are making these artworks, y'all go through all 900,000 of them people to still come back to me. That's, that's why. Not true. Sometimes, sometimes, like, it, it's just your time and somebody pulled the string in your favor. You might not have known who, but directed them to you and said, nah, let's use this brother or let's give this brother opportunity. That's what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And that's why when I do find those people who do that, I got to give right. them their flowers. I got to keep putting right. on because right. like, I don't want, and I don't want people to take away from, from me saying this to make it seem like I'm some swell-headed, arrogant type. Nah, But at the same time, I, I understand because a lot of these same people uh, in these labels were the ones that was trying to take advantage of me because they knew I was an upstart. And and then that's the reason why I have this mindset a little bit, because at the end of the day, I am what well, I was a, a, a nobody in this game I, I, when I first did my first major cover. Art. And right. they treated me as such. But at a certain point, when I started getting certain accolades or certain projects and stuff, stuff done. They just try to keep pigeonholing me to that one area. And it's like, no, you can't do that. Because had you had the access to these other great artists and stuff like that, who was, who's charging you buku bucks to do the same cover that I would probably do or even better, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Y'all keep finding your way back to me. So it's like, that. that's why I say it like that. I'm not saying it in a, in a place of arrogance, but more so in a place of confidence. Because it's like, if y'all really did have that access, which I'm pretty sure y'all still do, why y'all so hell-bent on coming to me? Because I've had multiple situations where a big artist comes to me, I stand on my price, they're not messing with it, they go somewhere else and they can't find nothing better, so they find their way back to me. And they, you know what I'm saying? As a person from the label, whether you are labeled themselves or the artist themselves, yo, who's the virus person that cover art? DM me right now. 
know, these people have millions of followers. You don't need people send them DMs and shit like that. And then he still come back, yo, Flash, Ryan, bro. Go back to your branding yeah, and but your you, work. But it, it's 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 his work that speaking. So let me that, let me. That's, you, that's let me, where my my confidence comes from. Yeah. I'm not saying it because of me, the person. Absolutely. I know what I can bring to the table. Yes. But but we but we say, we say this on the show all the time. I, I, that, that's your belief. I I say you know yeah. Once the price becomes the new price, you shouldn't have to humble yourself. I'm not saying to humble. What I'm saying at all. That's not what I'm. Because that that's I don't know. That's the vibe I got when you said no. it. It's like I don't know. Like because no. when you say you have the business leverage to say my price is this, I got blue magic, so I right. command blue magic prices. That's no it. no that's, no. That's not what I said. Once you get to that point, understand this. Be clear. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Listen to it from this direction. Uh, you can be an artist. As far as music, art, it doesn't matter. When you're at the bottom, everybody gets treated the same fucking way. Facts, you understand? Facts, facts. My man Robbie Rob, my man Robbie Rob just joined the live. Shout out to DJ Robbie Rob. I've been fucking with Robbie Rob. I've been fucking with Robbie Rob since Robbie Rob was DJing at the Broadway Arcade 20 something. <laughs> Rob, you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Down on 42nd Street that many years ago, before the G unit, before all of that shit. Robbie Rob would be one of the first to tell you the same thing that I'm telling you because we've been doing this a long time. It don't matter who you are. When you're when you're an intro into the game, they treat you the same way, right? You have to build, right? Get your right. get that opportunity and build. But as you're building, I'm just saying be mindful that there's always a different option. Because I've seen people, I've seen people get a couple accolades under their belt and kind of like wear it as a suit, like nigga, you gotta come and and, and that be it. There's a flip side. I'll tell you on that. I, you on that. That's what I would never do. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I'll tell you on that. That's what I'm saying. So now Kid Kid Flash has done cover art. Now Kid Flash has his own style, right? Like Murakami and, and, and you know, and um cause everybody has their own style, right? Now, when a person is looking for a certain style, they're gonna come right to him because he he does exactly what they want. Absolutely. Now, now, once they come to him, he can use that leverage and say, "Yo, this is my price. You understand what I'm saying? This is what I expect, and and let's do business." That's what I'm saying. You understand? But it had to be somebody initially to point them in your direction. That's what Absolutely. I'm saying. And even though you might not know who that person is, just be thankful that somebody mentioned your name in that meeting. Like, nah, check little homie out because that started. You know, that might have yeah. been the start of your career. You know what I mean? So matter, matter of fact, I think that's a good segue, bro. What, yeah. what was the first cover art you did? How did you get that first look? So the first cover I ever did was for a song called Vacation featuring Dave East. Um, and yeah, that, that was my first ever cover art. So and I, this is back in 2017 with Dave East is now like in the scene bubbling. Like, you know, yeah. I just dropped his first project. I think it was Kyrie Chanel or something like that. He just, just dropped that. And um, my boy, Tyon, uh, was a college roommate of mine. And he was tapped in with the whole, remember Vine, that app Vine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for the Vine. Do yeah, it for the vibe. Vibe. <laughs> so he he was tapped in with with a lot yeah. of creators in that scene, and he happened to meet up with Dave East's DJ at the time, and yeah. he he knew that I was doing artwork, but he didn't know that I was doing like the the cover art shit, and which I wasn't because that was my first time doing it. So mm. he, he kind of like threw the alley for me. He was like, "Yo, like, cuz got a song with with Dave East. You know, he need a cover art. I know you just got the iPad. You doing the digital art and whatever, whatever." Yeah. And there you go. And then I was like, all right, cool. I was in the middle of class. You know what I'm saying? I had a free period during uh, after the class and shit like that. Drew it up real quick, and it made Hypebeast Magazine the same day. And then from there, everybody the Hold on, hold on, hold on. We need the horns. We need the, the horns. Same we need the same day? We need the horns. Hold on. We got the horns. The same day. 
never even knew. I didn't know what hype beast was. Like right. I was a social media guy. I didn't know who hype beast was. I barely even kind of knew who Davies was. You right. know, at the time because I was only listening to a certain type of music yeah. at a specific time. I wasn't really tapped in. And then when he put me on to this shit, he's like, "Yo, bro, check." He sent me the link of the of the website. Yeah, I clicked on it. I'm like, "Oh shit, that's fire!" Like, my was on a magazine. Then he sent me the Instagram, and then at the time they had like four million followers. They posted me on the page at that time. I'm like. Ooh. There you go. Whoa, wait a minute. Sorry, getting followers. Matt, yo, bro, I see what you did for East. Yeah. Fire, yo, I love your artwork, this, that, and third. And then from there, just inquiries started flying in. People started tapping in, liking the page. And now I'm just like, well, shit, I'm this guy now. Like, I'm this cover mm-hmm. art guy. And I've just been doing cover art for left and right for known people and unknown people. And just kept building a track record, building relationships with uh, the community and bigger artists. And now, you know, people seeing myself on Hypebees, the word is bubbling behind the scenes. And that's how I even got entangled with Lil TJ and them because my boy JD, shout out JD at Banks Management, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He saw my shit on Hypebees Magazine. He been keeping track of my stuff for a couple of months just to see how consistent what I was. What you gonna do, yeah? What you gonna kept, do? And kept seeing a fire I kept putting out for different, different people. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yo, I got this kid little, named Lil TJ. He's popping on SoundCloud. He got 10 million views on his last song on SoundCloud. He's about to get signed a deal with, with, with Columbia. He he needs a cover art to put out on these di- distributing platforms. We'd like you to do it. And then I did Brothers, which is the first song he dropped on any platform anywhere when he signed. Right. And from there, me and TJ got a whole record. I done did basically majority of his catalog, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to TJ, Big Bronx, Big Bronx. It's a yeah. fact. So look, I got a real quick though. Look at the difference. Your first alley you, your first alley you, the Dave East cover. When homie came to you, said, Yo, cuz got a song with Dave East. I need you to do the cover art. You don't have a team behind you, right? This, this is the, the position now that can make or break your career. Most artists at this point would do that cover for free. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What was your price? If you don't mind telling the viewers, what was your price for the, for the cover at that point? What did you charge? I did that shit free because ah, I, right. I, that's what I'm talking about. That's I what I'm talking about. Because yeah. when he, I was just doing it as a favor for a bro. I didn't know right. I didn't right. the fact that it was for Davies and the whole right. I just my my best friend at the time, Tyon, right. he said, Yo, I need a favor. I said, I got you. There he it is. Wrote, he just, and mind you, they didn't give me no direction, they didn't give me the song, right. they just said it's called vacation. Right. These are the mm-hmm. rappers. You can yeah. find them on Instagram and look them up, yeah. search them up, Google them. They're all Googleable. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I just did it like that, bro. I just did a favor for my mans, and then it turned into a career after that, bro. I've never see, did see, that, see, but see, that's what I'm talking about. That's Fire. how you. So when I talk about building the relationships, right, and not letting the ego, because you could have been like, I'm nice, you know, I draw another. You didn't let the ego get in the way. So you, you need a favor, I got you. And look at the return. Look for free. Look at the return on investment. Of everything that followed you doing that first cover for free, you could you could have just said, "Nah, I don't want to do it. I got a free period. I want to fuck with a chick. I want to do this. I do any anything." That's that's why I I also stated like like like, put that disclaimer out there. Like I don't want to seem or come off arrogant because of just what I have now. Because I came from humble beginnings and I stay with my humble beginnings. Like at the end of the day, like I know where I came from and I know who helped me get these positions to win. And I would never ever not say their name in interviews like this or even like Love even on, we was on the news the other day bro i had to say his name because 
if it wasn't for Tyon, bro, these plaques, all these accolades, all this shit, I would have never found this cover art lane if he didn't introduce that to me for real, for real. Like, what, well, what's, your, what's your relationship now? I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. Just to the bro? I, I, I was just on the phone with him like uh, like yesterday. Like Crazy. last type shit. So Love. You know, actually, yeah, I was going to college on some random, like, bro, actually, you know what's funny? Actually, I never told this story on an interview either. So another excuse. Oh, okay, so, we go. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give, give him the horns. Give him the horns. Come on, let's get. <laughs> we go. Come on, you know what oh, we doing. Heat him up. Let's go. So, so long story short, right? I went to my first college right after high school, 2016, right? Summer of 2016. I went to RS to Philadelphia. I went into to the uh, live on live on campus. Uh, my first roommates was, you know, what I'm saying not people of my culture, let's say. And and they weren't really like my type of people. And a situation happened where they brought bed bugs into the crib, bro. Damn. So before it got into any of my shit and it infested any of my my belongings, I got up out of it. Right? Yeah. I have my auntie who was living in Philly at the time. They they housed me for a little bit until I got scheduled to a new room. That new right. room is where at Tyon. He was right. my new roommate. So now mm. me and him. Relationship. I brought. I had a big ass portfolio full of my like physical art, like on paper and, and all that type of stuff, like straight out of high school artwork. And he just took a look at it. He was like, "Yo, bro, you nice, bro. Like, I, I fucked with your art, and you was a person. It's cool as hell." After that yeah. day, we just did brothers, and then you know what I'm saying. We, you know, the school unfortunately closed down for fraud, and they were stealing our money yeah. for, for like money laundering and all types of weird shit. So the school closed down. I had to transfer to Pratt in New York, and then once I got to Pratt in New York. You know, we still kept that relationship up. We still was, you know, on FaceTime talking to each other, all of that. And then out of nowhere, random as hell on that 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 November of 2017, he was like, "Yo, bro, got a, got a song with East. I need a cover." And then the rest crazy. is history. That's crazy, yo, bro. What's what, what was the first school? Because you know what, the reason why I asked that we got Ayana Bean coming through on November 6th, and she was American Gangsters Trap Queen, and she worked at a wow. college and 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 did the same thing. It was taking the money from the school aid and was flipping it. So what, yeah. what, what school? I'm curious if it's the same school because that would be a crazy ass connection, bro. It was the Art Institute of Philadelphia. Yeah, I think that might be. I know it's in Pennsylvania, so yeah, if that is, that's crazy. Yeah, AI. That's my fucking crazy. Mm. But but the divine, yo, bro. Some things are just meant to fucking happen, yeah, and that's bro. what I get from that. Like you're supposed, to, you're exactly. We're all exactly where we're supposed to be, bro. And that, that's what I was trying to say earlier, like. When he said, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have the plaques on the wall. I was just going to say, I disagree. You might not have gotten them in the order that you got them. They might be different plaques, but no, you sure. can't deny talent, bro. Like, you can only hold that shit back for so long, but talent is talent, bro. Somebody would have fucking believed in you and took that chance on you, bro. I believe that. Yeah. I, I think you just, you just made your way, bro. Yeah. I but, that, but, but that's, but that's, for people that's listening, especially creators, um, yeah. any creative out there. Like we do a lot of marketing and advertising shit. You could be using your art in so many different ways to monetize your art. You could be doing graphic design. You could do cover arts like Flash is doing. You could be doing posters for uh, brands, right? You know, you go to if you go through a, a Popeyes or something like that. There's a chicken and a motherfucking five ninety nine. Somebody had to design that shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's and a it, lot of money. I've been trying to get out to people like it's art. Is, is universal, bro. You don't got to do it just for one. And that's why I be trying to advocate for a lot of artists and designers like myself because they try to pigeonhole us once we get a little traction in one area. Art is universal. You can use art for, like you said, poster designs, 
game yeah. covers, yeah. music covers, freaking just anything, bro. You can literally anything that, that is it's not even like you can't get pigeonholed because once you have a certain level of talent and a certain level of knowledge about the design world or art in general, you can literally put it any and everywhere. Art is everything. Even yeah. even us doing this right now, this podcast, this art. this this interview, this is art right here. This is y'all art. This is this right. is an art of video video and interaction and like you know what I'm saying. This is all an art, if, if, whether you believe it or not. Like so, I just right. feel like yeah, bro. I just feel like that's that's exactly what what people need to realize, and that's why I'm kind of advocating for like yo, this art artist is is not just one person or a, a title. It's a it's a lifestyle. Being an artist is a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Waking up and creating things every day from the smallest things to the biggest things. It's a lifestyle. This is something you do. This is something you are. This is something that is a part of you. It's not just, oh, I'm an artist. Like like rappers be like, oh, I'm an artist. Nah, you're a rapper. We are artists. We <laughs> are artists. <laughs> Come on, I got to go to spade a spade. I don't know if that was a shot, but I'm going to put the blame where it needs to be. Fuck that, because we unapologetic on the show. The reason <laughs> that you got to fight so hard to get your message across is because they don't want you to get that message across. The educational system doesn't push an artist as a career path. That's the mm-hmm. bottom fucking line. And because we don't control the educational system, their version of what art is, isn't our fucking cultural art, right? Remember graffiti, they don't consider fucking art. Sculptures and toys like this, they don't consider art. They consider oil paintings and all that bullshit. That's not our genre, that's not our era. That's not our fucking culture. So that's why you gotta fight so hard because you should have been learning that in elementary school and in middle school into Right, your high school days. So by the time you got to college, your art form has already been cultivated, and you already know what to do. Exactly. And I'm so glad. (laughs) Because that's a perfect segue. Because I'm actually, I'm actually teaching a class to middle schoolers right now. It is. It is. All essential art. All the stuff that I never learned from elementary school to middle school to high school to even college. I'm gonna give these fifth to eighth graders all yeah. that knowledge, all that sauce, so they can develop their own sauce and go into the world not feeling so left out. Because there's so many young kids. I started drawing in fifth grade, you know what I'm saying? So wow. if I could, and then the, the the students that I work with at East New York Middle School of Excellence, they are some of the brightest kids I ever met, and they straight wow. from East New York. I'm talking about the heart of East New York. And if you're from New York. You know East New York ain't no ain't no playground. You know what I'm East saying? East New York. Murder. I'm talking murder. Murder. houses. You know what I'm saying? So when I was talking to these kids, right? They, you know, it's funny because Dame Dash actually built a, a podcast studio in their school. Dope. Uh, Monk. And they were asking us questions as if I was talking to you guys, grown adults, grown men. It was so bright and so well-rounded and well-versed with their verbiage and stuff like that. I was like, yo. This kid is 14, 13. I'm talking, it sounds like I'm talking to a 30-year-old man. So Fair. having that, having to know that they have that mindset, I know that they're gonna be easy to shape their minds in a in a in a in a, in a, a great way. You know what I'm saying? Because not only do they already know what they want, they know how they want to get it, what they want to do to get it. So I'm gonna give them the knowledge that I 
had to figure out by doing my own research and Googling and stuff because a lot of these art teachers and stuff, they kind of scared when they see their students have more talent or just as much talent as them. It's like, it's like, what can I teach this kid who already knows so much? And that's why they kind of hold back information. And that's yeah. why I feel like I didn't get the, the proper teaching. So I want to show them not only how to do proper art and make it like as lively as my art or, or their own style, I want to show them the business side too. That's Facts. a key thing they don't ever teach you. I'm going to give you the gym. The Kid Flash School of Education. We're going to put that shit in the air. Eventually, you're just going to open up your own fucking school, man. I, and, yeah. and, and, and I think, And I think that, I think when you do that, man, and you're able to control that shit all the way through, like you said, you can teach them business, art, design, and really cultivate that all the way through, man. That impact that that's going to have on a community, unbelievable, man. Have you thought of doing courses and shit like that? Because like as you're saying that, bro, I'm thinking, how do you scale you, bro? Yeah. How so do you scale that type of program? That's actually exactly what it is. It's a course yeah. curriculum. So I'm doing like a one-off semester-based uh, course showing you essential arts. So I'm not only showing you how to draw, make your drawings better, but I'm also showing you the business side of how it is like when you're in these rooms and you're even if you're not in the music scene, even if you're doing business with uh, a company, like you said, Popeye's designing their posters yeah. or, or Nike or somebody, I want to tell them how to write a contract, what it means to get percentages, how to how to uh, negotiate prices, what to price at, all, all these things. I'm going to show them a part of this course. Like it's all written. Now I have a, I have a six month course curriculum. I'm going to be teaching them for six months. Um, right. And so I'm showing them everything bro i'm making sure these kids leave fire ounce of knowledge that i have that brought me to where i'm at now so they can have it at the age they are 13 14 and they can have it like really embedded in their brain so when they get to high school and beyond they're gonna be unstoppable forces bro because they are the future at the end of the day you know what i'm saying they're going to be the the next generation of creatives and i want to make sure that they go into this world not getting taken advantage of like i got taken advantage of not getting the low low balls for great work that they're putting out and hours and hours of time put into this. I want to make sure that they stand high and mighty going into it and walking out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's it. I, I, I told him, man, I love this dude, man. <laughs> look, but now, look, in just in case we get a fucking third session, now you got to add teacher to his fucking resume. No, real talk, bro. Yo, listen, when we do Kid Flash's intro, we just leave open fucking spaces. <laughs> That's the it's always going to be something else. But I very much believe in that. Knowledge is power. Yeah. And the more knowledge you share, the, the better we are as a people, as a community, because at the end of the day, I might not know something that y'all might know, and I could teach y'all, and vice versa. Y'all could teach me something I might not know about. And that's yeah. only going to make us better as individuals and as a community, because, it's, you know what I'm saying, they're already withholding information from the black community already. They already lied to us about half our history. They already lying to us about all, all kinds of other stuff. Why would I lie to my own people? Why would I steer my own people in the wrong direction? Hell no, no. I found the gems. I did my research and I went through the experiences so you don't have to. Yeah, that's it. And that's you know what's crazy? Um, Matthew Knowles said the same shit. You know where I'm going. See, Jared already knows where I'm going. He's trying to change the curriculum from STEM, from STEM, from STEAM to add the A for arts because yeah. of exactly what you're saying. Let me, let me give you a, a different way to look at it also because you know 
everything you said is valid, but let me give you the, the urban side from the pink houses. So you're looking at it educational down. Let's look at it from the hood up. Yeah, yeah. Guess what happens when inner city youth have this much fucking talent and this much opportunity? They say, fuck the talent, and we put it into shit that we're not supposed to put it into. You know uh, what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So that program, when you're taking these inner city youth and you're giving them something to funnel that energy into, you're saving their fucking life. I'm telling you right now. Because if they don't have something to funnel that energy into that's productive, they're going to fun that energy's going somewhere. It's yeah. either productive or counterproductive. You understand what I'm saying? So you you don't you don't even realize how many lives you're probably saving by giving them a purpose and letting them funnel that energy into something productive, man. So or, you know, or just showing them it's possible, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know these pro these, yeah, these no, programs are fucking man, bro. These programs are essential, bro. Yeah, showing them it's possible. For you to come to the hood, bro. Still hip hop, Rocky and Shane. Yeah. I might come through, show them what's up. Like, yo, you can make a living or a damn good one off of that yeah. at, at that. That you can do this shit, bro. But the only thing I wanted to say to you, bro, just think about scaling it because East New York needs it, but also the Bronx needs it, Queens needs it, oh, yeah. Brooklyn, like so many other different places. But digitize it. Maybe yeah. you can do like a community thing where, like, say you got the SpongeBob joint in the background. Yo, five o'clock, we all gonna do a painting. I'm gonna do a brief on the joint. It's gonna be a Popeyes. This we all gonna come up with the best joint. Best joint gets a gift card. Type shit. And you know, I'm glad, glad you said that. I'm actually gonna piggyback on both both y'all. So, Chad, you said that is these type of programs are essential, and that's why I named the course Essential Arts. Ah, <laughs> there you go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, kid. Yo, hold on, hold on, kid. Flash. Just because we piggybacked off that, you get a. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. You also get a. You oh. wanna? What was that? Wait. What? I, said I said something crazy. No, it was just the tones. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, tones, man. I love y'all. <laughs> Go off of what Jerry said. You're going to get the PTSD from that shit. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I got to watch what I'm saying now. Who should I say something wrong? My poor flash. Yeah, flash. But yeah, to now, now to piggyback off of what Jerry was saying, yeah. you know, it's, it's more so like I am trying to streamline it because right now I'm actually uh, simultaneously already working on uh, teaching another course to a school in Newark, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But that one is still kind of underway. So, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 we trying to go state to state with this borough to borough, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I also have actually am during when I'm uh, teaching this class in East New York, I'm going to be filming myself to now put it on my website as a course curriculum that people can just download if they can't get access to me physically. There we go. Subscription or something like that, you know what I'm saying? For a small subscription or whatever, you could come learn my course or whatever and you just do it that way because i want to make it accessible to everybody i'm not gonna be charging no a hundred dollars a quarter nah bro whatever i charge is probably like you know some five dollar a month or whatever you know some little shit and then you can learn the whole thing it's all gonna be there listed out it's gonna be new uploads new courses new things that i just come up with that's away from the course just like yo how to paint how to do this how to do that if you want to learn how to draw you go. You want to learn how to to do business in the art world. Here you go. So it's just like a, a, a non, never ending just course of just anything. Like kind of like this website called Udemy.com. It's like a bunch of courses you could just get for a subscription. Basically the same thing, but just in what I know. So. Don't say it. Because that's what we do, bro. Like, so we do LinkedIn courses, bro. But right. sometimes what we do 
is we actually offer in our curriculum to B2B brands. So if you say you're a salesperson, you're like, I can't get fucking sales, right? Let me listen to Jared's LinkedIn course to see how I could get millions of followers or whatever, whatever, or millions of impressions and how could I generate revenue, blah, 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 but have it as your onboarding course. So now if you're a new salesperson coming in, you could get to see this course at a group rate. We charge you a group discount and then we get to able to scale it. Now we can work for multiple businesses, right? But, right. but like for you, the label, I would even tag the labels because I'm pretty sure they have an in-house pipeline of graphic designers that are probably junior, interning, mm-hmm. things like that. Give them the group rate. And now you got the, you know what I'm saying? There's right. a lot of different ways you can go about it, bro. That's yeah. a lot so, of money. Yeah. And, and then what's doing is creating multiple streams of income for itself, it. which is yeah. super fucking dope. And, and, and by him doing that, it's going to extend his longevity in this game infinitely. Because even if one thing slows down, he's going to have so many things that he's able to fucking monetize from that. If one thing slows down, okay, I'll just give this one a little bit more effort. And, well, you know, this one is rocking now. And he's always going to be able to sustain himself. So that, that's a fucking, that business plan is phenomenal, bro. I, I salute you for that, man. Thank you, bro. Salute. You know, I'm just trying to. Man, man. It's just have different hubs set up everywhere just because not only to, to generate monetization but also to just you know have a hand in, in different pots and different communities because it's it's more about the money for me too like yes yeah, that is important because that's just a way of sustaining life but it's 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 who you help and how you help them it's for me the money helps flash be clear don't get me wrong. I'm not rolling money at all, but because like I said, you want to open up your own school, or you want to do so. If you want to do something, and this is where the money's really going to impact your life, you're going to want to do something that somebody's going to tell you no in the moment. They're going to say no, and you're really going to want to do this shit. And you're going to be like, no, and they're going to be like, yeah, we not, we not, no. And you now you got a decision. You want to do it? Put your own fucking money behind you. And, and that, you understand? That's where that's where you're truly gonna see where the money makes a difference. Because somebody's gonna tell you no, when you when you are super passionate about something and you're gonna fucking do it anyway. I don't, you know, I don't even know why I came to you. I don't need you. I got the money to fucking do it. You know what I mean? On my own. And that's where you're gonna explode. And you're gonna see the difference that the you know what I mean? You know because it, it happens like that a lot. Is that I'm curious to that? He said that, bro. Is that how the flies came up? Um, or was so, that just an organic idea that came up, or was it something that you pitched? And it was like, nah, so you like, fuck that, I'm putting my own money up on Actually, you know what I'm saying? The flies actually didn't cost me anything to make. I just made it just to make it, because funny story about the flies, how it started. The, the flies started, me and my cousins was on the porch. Shout out my brother, uh, Trendy. Um, he, me and him was just smoking on the porch, regular, regular shit. Mm-hmm. And it was summertime, the bugs is out, fucking. We was just chatting, and then out of nowhere, a fly just bounced off my face on some some random shit. So he just made a joke like, "Yo, why he just did a whole parkour trick off your?" Pause, off your- pause, 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 pause. He paused. Right. I said, "Pause, nigga." I saw him leaning up. I saw him leaning up. I'm like, oh, no. I oh, said, no. I'm sorry, Flash. I tried. Wait, wait, wait. What am I? What I say? What I say? It's the fly bouncing off my face. It was the bouncing off the face. Oh, come on, it's borderline. It's very borderline. It was the It was the way you say you sit on the porch and it bounced off your face. I didn't like the tone. No, no, but that was not now. We're going back. We got. We're gonna clip this. This is clips. Yeah. Wait, um, Flash, real quick. You said your best friend name is Trendy. Is is Trendy from Queens? 
Nah, uh, that's my cousin actually. Oh, my does best he friend rap? is Tyon. Tyon. Okay. The, the trendy rap? No, nah, he doesn't. The reason the reason I asked you, Flash, because I know it's trendy, you know what I'm saying? Oh, really? And I know he's yeah, he's a music artist and stuff, he raps and stuff like that. So I thought that would be dope if that's who you were talking about. You know what I'm saying? That that would nah, be dope. Salute to that trendy though. Yeah, salute to everybody yeah, who is trendy. Yeah, yeah so, so you sitting on the you sitting on the porch, the fly violates you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Oh, no. oh, no. That's it. I'm a nuts. What the f is wrong with this guy, man? Are you kidding me or what? The clips be, uh, like, how do y'all have them just loaded already? Man? <laughs> Yo, bro, we got 30 clips. I'm just sneaking in and sneaking in and fly trying to sneak it in. Like, the fly just, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just bumped into me. And then he was like, "Yo, that'd be a funny ass animation." So you know what I did? Right, right after we finished smoking, I went upstairs to my room because we live right next door to each other. And shit, I came right on my iPad and just made the first episode, and it went fake, little viral. You know what I'm saying? I put it out originally in 2019. The first video got like 40,000 views. So you know what I'm saying? And then after, yeah, yeah, I didn't expect that either. It's what's my head? And this is video. Now 40,000 views. First video. First video, bro. I didn't expect that at all. How long was the video? Was it like a minute, two minutes? So it was easily easily watchable. You know, say playback. You know, people attention span nowadays kind of low. So, you know, saying a thirty second little clip, it was it was funny. It was relatable because he was talking about you know baby mama drama, how he had like fifty kids with with Shorty and she's still tripping. You know, say it was relatable. It was funny. Wow. Not not hold on. Not flies having baby mama drama. Bro, oh, but so, so this, this is the whole idea I had show, like you know what I'm saying, and I, and I feel like that's why it's gonna work, especially because I'm working on season two, and season two is gonna be huge, bro. Pause if that's a pause. No, no, we're rocking with you. We're we clipping, we're clipping right now. I'm rocking with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, season two is gonna be so great because I'm taking human problems and putting it in the perspective of bugs, because at the end of the day. They live normal lives too. They have day to days. When you see like uh, videos on Nat Geo and these 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 lion groups is like having little sessions or they talking to each other, roaring at each other, shit. Imagine that that to us is them roaring and shit. But in reality, they having a whole conversation like we having one right now. You know what I'm saying? And they move and maneuver and act as if they're like humans. So I'm like, what would it be like? How would these conversations sound from their view? You know what I'm saying? Because Bugs, Fine. like flies, for example, have hundreds of kids on a day. And I ain't gonna lie, I had to do a lot of research on mad different bugs, which is unfortunate because I just, I'm not a real bug person. But in order to get the story right to feel real as possible, I had to do a lot of extensive research on these characters and bugs and stuff. And I found <laughs> out that flies, on average, give birth to almost 75 to 150 bugs, I mean, larvae a day. A day. Hey, so goddamn. You get what I'm saying? So, like, imagine how that conversation sounds like, yo, I got 50 kids. I just had 20 kids. And I got another 30 on the way. My fly, my fly wifey is tripping about where I'm going and what I'm doing, buzzing around, living my fly life. And she's over here talking about, oh, you need to watch these larvae. I got to go do this. I got to go fly. You got to take the babies now. What, what do those interactions sound like? How does it play out? What, is it, what does it look like in their home? And, 
just mad ideas started firing off. I'm like, nah, this would be a crazy show. Nah, that's a fire-ass concept. But it's also showing you a perspective side of, of the animal kingdom we've never seen. So That's real shit. That's real shit. I, w- I was going to say something too, bro. Uh-huh. I was stop because you was going on clips. Yeah. You twirling the mic for the audio listeners. This motherfucker was twirling the mic for the last 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and then your tone on the twirling of the mic. <laughs> I had to reattach it. But it was the way you twirled. Hey. Whoa. Dude, you got a remix. I didn't say nothing, though. I didn't say nothing, though. You didn't say that was, it was the twirling. He was telling a story that's going on the clip. That's yeah. going to be clipped up. <laughs> You're disrespectful. That's what you are. Yeah, so, yo, nah, that's fire, bro. Absolutely disrespectful. Nah, that's fire, though, bro. No, no, listen. You know, as a person that, um, you know, like he said, I've been, I've been drawing since I was a kid, bro. <laughs> so, yo, that was nuts. There's a big difference, huh? He's a chat <laughs> playing with the way you, the way you playing with the mic, crazy. Was yo, you got oh, oh, I, I, hey, I was listening in the flash. Tell the story. This motherfucker twirling the mic. I'm finger on the button, like yo, bro. Oh my god. Yo, Flash, do me a favor. Um, what's the um, what's the actual name of the episode? I want to bring it up real quick so we can show a clip of this to the audience, man. Factuals. Yeah. What's the um? I'm on YouTube. It was called uh, it's it's the D A Fly. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh what you mean 30. Uh what you mean, mean 30. 30. A- okay. As he as he pulls as he pulls the clip up, bro. I ain't gonna front. My favorite clip from any <laughs> show you've done, bro, was the joint you did with Rob when you said what the fuck goes into an animation. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. clip was fucking crazy, bro. Like you I, I yo, what goes so, into if you don't mind, like I don't want to you know steal the clip, whatever, but like yo, what goes into it? So before we show this. So they can really understand what it takes to make this what we about to show, so, bro. I'm actually gonna show you what it takes, right? So I got my iPad here, right? So this scene right here, right? Mm-hmm. Is the scene. I'm gonna try to get a little closer. So uh yep, you got screen it. Right, right. So I'm gonna press play. I'm gonna start from the beginning. Right. Uh yep. so he jumps up and he has a oh, sorry, my phone. Yeah, bro. He jumps up, makes his little faces because he just woke up delirious off a drunk night, and and he just wipes his face. Right, that's just one scene now, mind you. So this scene alone is a hundred and fifty, babe. It's real. It's real. We keep it real. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, so essentially, this clip alone, right, is a nine-second clip. This nine-second clip took a, a total of 680 drawings to make that one clip. Mind you, the whole episode that this comes from is about a minute and a half long. So for this one nine-second clip, I had to draw out in sketch form 150 times this whole motion that I just showed y'all. And then I had to go back over that 150 drawings in the inking. Then I had to do it with the color. Then I had to do it with the shading, the details, plus the background. So that what, totals up. To, what, what program are you using for this, bro? Um, uh, this one I use it on Procreate. I have a new animation app called Procreate Dreams, which is way, way more easier for animators. Um, but essentially, this is the layers, right? So what mm-hmm. it takes for me to do it, I have to do it right here with the sketch. If you can see it, this green yeah. thing is the sketch. Yeah. And this is the inking and the coloring. I just merged the two layers, so this would be technically two separate layers. So it goes from stage one. Two and three, 
yeah. four for the shading, five for the lighting and the mouth movements, and then you know it depends on what you're doing. This Crazy. this specific scene didn't have too much talking or anything like that. It's like little mouth movements, so I didn't really have to do too much lip syncing. But adding lip syncing, like like uh, syncing an audio <laughs> to mouth movements, is way way more difficult than just animation on the body because. You animation animating somebody's movements is already one difficult task. So now make them talk on key and hit the hit the words on the right note and everything, bro. That is a head trip. So when these animators, like Family Guy, you see them talking and it looks like they're saying every syllable, they have to literally scrub the audio syllable for syllable and put the direct mouth movement so it can look like they're talking what they're saying. It's it's wild. Or you could take the cheap route like anime and just do a open close open close, but. Yo, that. I mean, hold on, we're not gonna take a shot of anime. I am a big anime fan, and oh, we yeah, are yeah. okay with the mouth and the language not lining up. We're also okay with the subtitle dubs when we watch a shit in Japanese. We love anime on this side. We love <laughs> anime. anime. Oh, actually, uh, how much time is it? Added a two-minute animation. I actually just finished uh, a music video. That took uh that was a uh, two minutes and thirty seconds. It took me a month and a half to do the whole video. Yeah, by myself. A lot of teams, a lot of animators have teams, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. doing this solo dolo. I, I draw it all, I come up with the concept, I animate it, I I, I draw the backgrounds from scratch. I don't pull images from Google or real life pictures and then blur it out to make it look like it was drawn. No, I I take every single step from sketch. It could go from a blank white canvas to whatever the final thing is, and I take it all from scratch, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't do none of that. I don't outsource. So motherfucker doing this, you draw on that shit, you stop it right there, you do another one. Got to be same one, but a little variation, a different variation yeah. of how they gonna move. That's crazy. Like different, different it's angles, different. It could be the same scene, same. Yeah, just different it's, angles. It's, it's like photo programs, you understand what I'm saying? So anybody that does video editing. And uses like Photoshop, Illustrator, After Effects. It's the same process. It's layering. All it is is layering. It's vectoring and layering. So what he's saying, like you create a layer, you can lock it off, create another one, add it into yeah. it, it'll overlay. Like it's like that. And each one is oh. separate. Now, if you make a mistake, you can go back and change where you made the mistake. That at. makes sense. Yeah. 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 Got you. Oh no. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From scratch. Yeah. Literally everything from scratch, bro. The whole alleyway drawn from scratch. Fire. And then that, that's what I use as the background. And I have the flies, you know, interacting with the background and stuff like that. They have different things Flash, going on. Real quick, do, do me a favor. Put the link, put the link in the chat so I can pull it up real quick. Um, because I was having a very difficult time finding it on YouTube. And uh, I got a problem with that. So you know, when once this interview is over and stuff like that, we're gonna talk in the background, man, and we're gonna make sure that your videos pop up. Um, number one, man, we're gonna we gonna see what's going on with your SEO, man, because your stuff need to. When we type in Kid Flash and shit, we don't want to see all that other bullshit. We want to see your shit pop up first. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna copy and paste the link. Yeah, right put it right in the chat for us. Yeah, in the private chat. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely want the audience to 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 get a chance to actually be able to see your work because guess what? You never know where where your next job can come from. And uh, so while he's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, um, let me tell you the power of a support system. A true support system right so flash already gave you the story of how you know a, a good friend of his offered him an opportunity right on the spot he didn't have to beg for it you know what i'm saying it didn't cost him anything 
but his time, his energy, and his talent, right? So we told you guys that we had met Flash before. We met him, man. We interviewed him. Not only did we see what he could do with the animation and his cover art, we also made a phone call for him within the same week. And if I'm lying, Flash, tell him I'm lying. We made a phone call for him, put a conference in. Within the same week, it didn't work out, but it doesn't matter. We made the call, and we tried to get him some extra business, and we put his name out there to a couple of people that we could connect him with just on the strength of us showing him unwavering support. It didn't cost him anything. Flash, did you pay for any of that? Did we ask you for anything? That's, that's not what we do on this show. We force the talent. We, that's, that's a fact. We force the businesses and we support each other a hundred fucking percent. Or more than a title, you come on the show and we're going to support you. You're not begging for it. You're not, it's not a, you know, you're not paying for it. You're not doing special fucking favors. That's what we're doing, man. We we supporting y'all. I think I got it right now. Let me bring it up real quick. Yep. Okay, hold on one second. I want to see if I can go ahead. Because I want I want the audience to, to be able to um go ahead and watch this. So. Yeah, my bad, y'all. I got got my five year old in the crib, man. You got a pod and you got a parent. Parent, why you pardon? You know the vibes. Well, good. I, I want listeners. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna share the screen. I'm gonna share the screen for the listeners to just get a chance to um take a look at this joint because this is super. Dope. Right. You got it, right? Yeah. Can you can you um? Like this? Yeah. There you go. There you go, man. This is Kid Flash, ladies and gentlemen. What you mean, thirty? The flies. They don't play the audio, but this should look fire. If everybody watching sees it, y'all, and we're gonna we're gonna put the the chat, we're gonna put the link in the actual chat too in the comments, so y'all can see that support. You know what I'm saying? Go run that up. And this moment it ties into the story where I was like, we were smoking and the, the the fly just bumped into my face because this is literally how he envisioned it, and we envisioned it when it happened in a moment. So I was like, this is the reason. Why flies come and mess with humans and stuff? <laughs> because of that, they just be having normal conversation. They like, yo, let's mess with this human. Let's do some parkour. Let's like really yeah. back off my son. And then boom, fire, fire. Yeah, that was fire, man. I, I enjoyed that. I, I I ain't gonna lie, man. I really I really, yo, that shit is pretty cool. Like a lot, that shit is fire, bro. pretty cool, man. I ain't even gonna lie, man. So let me ask you a question, Flash. You know, there's a lot of um. There's a lot of, you know, children educational um, based networks out there, man, like the old school PBSs and stuff like yeah. that. Have Has anybody ever approached you about, you know, taking the flies and making like an educational piece for the children directly? Um, not yet, um, <laughs> but I do have other shows in mind for that market. The flies is more so uh, adult swim type of market. OK, um, yeah, but I do have a bunch of other characters and com like I'm working on a comic book right now. Okay. Um, development right. that'll be more so for the kids and the more like young adults uh i do plan to turn that into animation as well for them so i have a bunch of i have so many sketchbooks full of just characters and storylines i wrote down from over the years that i would love to like i told you last night when i create my own network my own version of cartoon network i would love to have these characters be my roster just like how uh cartoon Network got you know ed ed and mary cut curse the dog and Billy and Mandy and all these other great, great shows that inspired a generation like me in my generation. Yeah. I want to be that for the newer generation. Now. Yeah, I even see you in the same vein as Marvel. Yeah. DC. Yeah. Shit yeah. Like that. Like it's same, same concept, same principle, bro. You create those characters, then create a universe on it that you can monetize forever and give it to your family and always go. 
I want my character to have a household name like Spider Man or Mickey Mouse or like these, like these type of Fire. things. Yeah. Yo, what, 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 how do you monitor? Like, I'm curious. I don't know if you know. I, I don't know, bro. But I'm curious. Like, what if you create a Mickey Mouse type character? Right. What is the monetization possibilities of that? Oh, bro. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, because we don't know. I don't know. I never heard. Well, it's it's you can't compute it because once he owns everything, once he owns everything, anybody that wants to deal with him, guess what it is? It's a licensing deal. That's exactly. it. That's you it. Trademark the name and the that's right. That's right. Copyrighted. You do all of those. Like you get that's all right. of it for it. That's right. You got you could like, bro. You know Disney yeah. made billions of dollars off Mickey Mouse's IP alone. Yeah, fact. And now that they acquired Marvel and Fox and yeah. all these, they're getting licensing. And properties and intellectual property of Simpsons, Marvel characters, all of the Disney roster, bro. Like Mickey Mouse alone was making them billions of dollars before they acquired all of that. So you gotta think having a household icon and uh, of a character like Mickey Mouse, and you are the owner of that, bro. You you eat for the rest of your life. Yeah, that motherfucker's probably sell a million plus just in ears. And you know, and and toys. Brand yeah. deals, collaborations with other people like 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 cause when they did they Mickey Mouse Veronica, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like Max. Bro. Well, I mean I, I know I know cause had to get a special um license yeah. off the back because Max. his his entire design is based off of Mickey the, Mouse, yeah. the Mickey Mouse design. So but you know one thing that I love about this type, you see, when you go to school, they fucking force this fucking nine to five every day work safe you know get a stable job bullshit narrative right you know why because they can control you right they can um they can control you hey we're gonna have to look into that because um i would be interested into finding out how that could even be possible yeah, yeah. so for the audio listeners uh hey just put disney recently lost copyrights to mickey right. mouse though so we're right. gonna we're gonna we're gonna i don't say you're lying but we're gonna definitely look no, into no, that i'm curious technically the only I'm not say the only, but one of the major ways people lose a copyright is if you copyrighted it and and somebody else was using it before you. You understand what I'm saying? And can prove that that you stole their idea. Let's see what he says. As of uh, January 1st, 2024, the Mickey Mouse character in its original version will no longer be protected by U.S. copyright. It is a date that should have initially arrived in 1984, but that Disney and then I guess is right. It got to be more. more. Yeah. So yeah, what I asked about while she was saying that it says here, um, according to the U.S. copyright law, the rights to a character expires 95 years after the publication of the oh, original work. So Steamboat Willie, which was the Steamboat Willie, right, of Mickey Mouse, right, which, was, which debuted in 1928. As of this year, it, it technically they lost the copyright, but all they got to do is file for it again it's for another again. 95 right. years. And then, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. But Child in that tr- in that time period when they don't copyright it, someone right. who was paying attention to it right. could slip in the cracks and buy the copyrights. No, 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 no. I think so. Again, again buy we don't want to give out misinformation. Right. Applying, applying for a copyright and buying a copyright, two different things. You can purchase a copyright from somebody who already owns the copyright and they'll sell the rights to you for you now to have ownership of it. For you to for you to for you to um for you to now try to steal, let's say Steamboat, you know what I mean, or the Mickey Mouse, um, you can't you can get sued for that, Hayes. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because because the time that Disney 
got the copyright, let's call it 95 years, right? They can show that not only did they create the character, but they've been using the character consistently for 95 years. Merchandising and everything across the board. The only way to beat them out, is, even if you try to sneak under them, is to say that you had, like I said, you were the original designer of it and they and they stole it from you. If you can't do that, anything you create, anything you can, you create, they can come back and sue you and take that shit because their copyright's going to go through immediately. All right. All right. My, my thing is, what if I'm Steamboat Willie's fucking nephew? Right. 95 years. I sold the rights to Disney. Now right. I'm claiming ownership. What, I'm curious what that process looks like because why the fuck would I sell it to Disney if I have a whole lineage of family that can still eat up this Mickey Mouse property? Right. So all, so all you got to do is just look at the paperwork. It's, it's all, you know, it's all legal. If you look Not at the paperwork yeah. and, the, and the paperwork expired and then you have a legal claim to say, I choose not to renew it to you because as the living descendant of whoever created it, I now have power of attorney or their estate falls to me and I can make the decision. You can definitely do that. But I'm just saying, if you're not somebody in position like that, you ain't got a fucking leg to stand on. That's it. And, and, right. and you know what I'm saying? The new, I don't know Steam Bill Willie. I know my nigga Kid Flash, and that's going to be the next one. You know what I'm saying? I don't know Steamboat. I don't know Steamboat, my nigga. I don't what know I was going to say was, um, you know, <laughs> one of the dope, and I was talking about the school things. You see, one of the best things about art and when the shit that Flash is doing it, it has no fucking ceiling. It has no, his limits is his own fucking creativity. Hmm. You understand when it has no fucking limits. So guess what? He can come up with, they can have, they can have Marvel. They can have Mickey Mouse. They can have all these billion dollar characters. And he still can come up with other household names to make just as much money and or more and still not fucking step on their toes with no copyright infringement, right. no cheating off their designs with his own fucking element. That's the dope part about this shit. Yeah. You, you know, you know what's a, a fire ass question too? I'm thinking as, as Cuzzo was saying that. Yo, yeah. bro, how, how are you incorporating AI into your art? Um, so as far as AI goes, I'm not really using it except for maybe like chat GPT just to like help out with, with more like concepts of, as far as like scripts and, and like writing yeah. aspects and stuff like that. Because when it comes to like the art side of it, I don't really trust AI because it uses a lot of facial recognition to and, and like steals a lot of other dope artists on the internet because it's AI essentially pulls data from other places these images. So what you're going to do when you tell an AI to generate this image or whatever is pulling people from from artists such as myself and other dope talented artists digitally and physical painters and and like other artists of of different mediums and then they're compiling all of that data to generate an image that seems original and never before seen but no, they're taking high value art on the online compiling it into one mesh merge image and then based off what you prompted and then it, it, it spits it out so i don't really trust ai when it comes to that um mm. especially because i also found out that one of the earlier uh ai art generators used to take though you know when everybody in the, in the models is doing that whole take a picture of yourself and you see how you look in different forms of like ai yeah. art yeah like that. Yep. Yep. it was actually stealing your facial recognition and they take in your, your likeness when you press that little waiver that you had the day before you everybody started taking mad different pictures and stuff like that you're signing a waiver basically giving away your your facial rights to these companies these third-party companies to sell off so if somebody in a movie company wanted to use your face as a likeness for like a background character or something like that through using cgi they just got the say so because you already signed up for it not even knowing so Message. I don't trust that at all. If you want art, 
of yourself, come to people like me, we gonna get you right. That AI shit, nah. Uh, unless you write my script for me or write my to-do list for today, that's probably the only time I ever use AI. Other than that, nah. Message. That makes sense. Yeah, well, makes a whole lot of sense. There's there's differences also, right, Flash? You're not you're not an amateur at what you're doing now because you 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 started to master your craft. AI, where it is right now, for most people using it, they're using it on an extreme amateur basis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Take chat, take chat GPT, for example. Most people don't know that you actually can program chat GPT to give you a better answer. You yeah. understand? Like yeah. you can make it come up with prompts and say, listen, do you understand this? This is the answer I want. Do you exactly. understand that? Program it. You can program it first. And then get an answer. See, because most people aren't programmers, they don't know that. They just right. ask the question and get it. So um, a lot of these, you know, AI joints, I'm pretty sure if you actually, you know, took the time and studied one, you might find one that you can actually program to help you out um, to get your product out there a little bit faster. Because what's going to happen for you, it's going to become um, too time um, strenuous on you to keep this up at the level that you're going that that's exactly right. where i was like how right. the use right. of ai what we're trying to right. do is obviously to level the playing field and right. make sure you know what i'm saying obviously be more efficient save time save money all that other right. shit so when you say i'm doing making 618 drawings i right. don't know if there's an ai program to say all right let's cut this down to 218 right. what if i can i can flip it a little angle this way so i don't have to redraw it again shit so, like that would you be open to it um so the what the beauty of animation um especially frame by frame animation which is traditional uh animation uh -huh. it, it, it it has to take that amount of drawings it has to be that process because the product which is what you guys just saw on the fly that it came from that time putting in all those drawings and stuff like that. you can't you can't cut corners when it comes to animation like that now if they do build an animation ai that helps storyboard something based off a prompt you write and it can storyboard it for you that makes sense. You know how it looks, and then I can like, and it's like the 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 scenes that they created are like editable, if that's a word, or like yeah, yeah. edit. Yeah. I guess. I then we talking we talking something, but I believe in people before I believe in technology. I rather hire some dope ass animators who are not gonna complain and bullshit me when it comes to putting the work in, and pay them fair amounts based off the work that I'm asking them to do, than trusting it to some computer. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm not not I'm not a hundred percent against it because if something does come out later on down the line that can help with that, I would look into it. But I'm not jumping at it. I gotta I gotta do my research. I gotta really see what this thing entails because I don't want to just jump into it and then you know what I'm saying it kind of makes it even more complicated or maybe the prompt I wrote wasn't as specific as it needed to be. So now it generated some whole other shit and now I gotta do. The prompt again, yeah, yeah. it's just wasting time, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that makes so sense. Here, so, here's where the money comes in again, Flash. Here's where the money comes in again. As people of culture, we create and solve fucking problems. If there is not a program that can do what you wanted to do now, when you get the resources, hire yeah. a fucking, hire a fucking yeah, writing yeah. team yeah. and write the fucking program yourself. Help. Tell them to build what you want them to build, and they'll build that shit. Because you know the process better than fucking fuck anybody. Up. There yeah. it is. That yeah, way yeah. you can say that's it's why. not cheating, it's not doing this, it's not doing that. And guess what now? Now that's another thing. Instead of you using somebody else's fucking program, how many millions of people now are going to use your program? Right. 
Think about, right. think about Canva. Canva was somebody or a graphic designer that needed something Facts. easy that was fucking super simplified. Facts. <laughs> and now because Canva is like one of the top ones to go but to. What is, but what is Canva? Canva is nothing but a watered down Photoshop. That's all right. it is. Exactly. It's a watered down, it's a watered down Illustrator. It, it, but it makes it easier for you if you don't have that level of expertise to work these higher programs. Here, we'll give it to you in a more simpler form. Yeah. Yep. So right now they're doing 1.7 billion in annual reoccurring revenue. Absolutely. And they're worth every fucking penny. And they're worth every fucking penny. Because I'll tell you this, you can use Canva for free. How about that? You don't even have to get the pro model. You can get so much done for free. Fire. So yeah. I mean, shit, how do you beat that? Yeah, bro. Shit. Yeah, man. Right. Oh, so, huh? No, I'm saying that's fine. You know, I'm glad that we went down that road. So I wanted to, that's exactly why I wanted to ask you that question with the AI. Because, you know, I do know people, a lot of people, because I have a cover art community. Basically, it's like a big group chat of, of, of cover, art, cover artists and designers uh, across the, the country, across the world, actually. I got people all over all, all over this country and in other countries like Sweden, London, all types of stuff that do design, 3D animation and programming and, and stuff like that. So I might, I might, you know what I'm saying? I got the resources. I just, you know, got to put it together. got to make it you make get sense. A, you get a, with a dope programmer, a UX, UI person, something like that, that can help you build the app, build the infrastructure of the technology, it's game over. It's just, you got the ideas. It's just, how do we make it in a way that's conducive for my workflow? And guess what? You, if you did that, Flash, the way you would change the game, it would be phenomenal because as you're building this program, you're going to come up with proprietary software to do what you want, and you can fucking trademark all of that shit. You can copyright yeah. all of that shit from, from the beginning all the way through. So the program in, in, its, in its entirety can be one copyright, but then you can have different patents all the way through. The, the, the engine it uses, you understand what I'm saying? The chip it uses, the, the, you, can, you can patent that shit all the way fucking through and make money just in case anybody wants to use any piece of that. You can make right. money all the way through with that. Paper. Absolutely. Paper. Absolutely, Paper. man. That's dope, man. Yo, we, yo, you know what we jumped over? We, yo, ladies and gentlemen, I know we gave you a lot of information, but yeah, Flash, please tell them how old you are. Please tell them. <laughs> Y'all don't even realize how old this fucking guy is. Yo, Flash, please tell them. How old uh, I am 25 years old. 25. I turned 26. I turned 26 on 420 of this year. <laughs> All that by 25, bro. I sometimes can't believe myself. I ain't gonna lie. So, so 25 years old, bro, and what you've been able to accomplish. I don't know if I asked you this the first interview, bro, but what was the one moment that stuck out, stuck that sticks out in your mind that you replayed and was like, God damn it, I made it? What was that moment for you, bro? It was funny as hell. Me and my girl was actually just talking about this the other day. And <laughs> it was it was it was really that moment that I went to my second rolling loud. New York. Um, it was 2022 Rolling Loud where I went. And I had to sneak in the first time. Like the first ever Rolling Loud I went to in 2019, I had to sneak in. It was the first time it was in New York. And they didn't bring it back till like 2022, I believe, because of the whole pandemic and all that. And when I went there, I realized how much people, like of all statures of artists, brand ambassadors, CEOs of labels and shit like that, of, of people I never even worked with. Yep. They knew who I was by name. They knew who I was by. Oh, you can fly. Oh, yo, bro, I see your shit all the time. Yo, you fly. 
And I just having that experience, being invited there, having the treatment that I was given, and having all these big name rappers. And I, I came into the festival listening to on my way in the Uber, dabbing me up and giving me my props. I was like, nah, I, I think made it. Niggas know me. Like, I, I'm here. Like, I'm a, I'm a stamped figure in this game. Kind of just. Yeah, I, like I had an epiphany that day, and it, it didn't even overwhelm me. It didn't swell my head up. It didn't make me have an ego. It just made me realize the power I really had in my hands. And what it, what I did was like, all right, I have the power. How do I use it? Who do I mm. use it for and use it on? What can I do? How do I elevate others to bring them up to this same level? That was the first thing that was running through my mind. And I feel like after that moment, everything I've done since then, Going on these platforms, advocating for other artists and designers such as myself, putting other 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 couple artists on to get their own plaques and stuff like that. But I, I didn't help like over 20, 25 people that are cover artists from all across the world get plaques for their art because they saw me do it and they're like, how'd you do it? Gave them the steps, run it down. A week or two later, three couple or a month or so, some change later, I see this bro get a two, three plaques for his artwork. This old girl got her plaques. This person got it. So now I got. Oh, yeah, I get another one. You get two for that. You get two horns for that, bro. That's what's up. Because I, I was never a selfish person. I was always selfless. Yeah. I, I was always, I was raised in a Caribbean household, a, a Guyanese household. You know what I'm saying? So my mom's and my dad made sure, like, I was never an egotistical non-humbled kind of guy they made sure that i remember where i came from no matter what it is or what i was doing they made sure that i, I kept that a good head on my shoulder and a level a level a grounded like personality you know what i'm saying yeah, so yeah, yeah. i like to put on for those who don't have a voice to speak for themselves i use my voice to speak for them because you know how many times i've done interviews such as this one advocating for other artists and they'd be like yo i just had the same problem happen somebody just said the same thing to me or i'm in the same situation right now the knowledge that I gave them from that me speaking on it allowed them to navigate navigate their situation in a different way now and made it turn the tables in their favor. And the fact that I was able to even do that alone, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm glad I was able to even just steer in the right direction because that's all it is for me, bro. At the end of the day, like I'm not the only one that's doing great artwork in this game. And the fact that there's so much money. In this thing, we can all eat, bro. It's not about being greedy. It's not about all oh, trying to make more than this person. Nah, bro, yeah. it's more than enough money to circulate for all of us to eat like, equally. You know. Message. So why not? Why not spread the knowledge, bro? Knowledge is power. If I can help you with, with some knowledge and then help you in your situation and help you feed your family and your kids or whoever, or even just yourself, that's all I need, bro. I don't need. No percentages. I don't need nothing out of it unless that, that conversation is had on a separate note. But I'm just doing it out of the kindness of my heart because I didn't have the outlet for me when I was getting into it. I had to kind of do this shit head on. So, you know, now that I could be that big brother to some of these people, I, I would love to fill that role. And I just do it out of the kindness of my heart. I don't expect nothing in return. The God going to bless me whenever he bless me. I just want to help move him and his people forward, bro. That's it. Well, you know... I, after after you know after you going on and talking like that, I'm gonna keep it real, Flash man. Um, I told you the first time you know we met, man. You were very interesting, but after this, man, I'm gonna just be honest with you. I'm I'm just like you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention.
what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, yo, bro, you out here doing it, bro. Like, and that's right. why we are, you know, I'm, I'm, look how they say everything happens for a reason. I'm kind of glad now the first show kind of fucked up because we had a better experience with this one. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, it, it now he has even more things that he can talk about. You know what I mean? And even more right. endeavors that he's involved in. So it makes this episode so much better. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest, though, Flash. I thought you was going to say the news, my guy. You was on the news, baby. And look, it's not in a bad way. Yeah. Though, sometimes you make the news. It's the mugshot. shot. <laughs> 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 like this. <laughs> now, you made the news. <laughs> That's fast, though. That, that was like, yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I'm still I'm processing that one. I'm still processing that one. I can't even believe it. And then, like, to see that my family, like, when I came home, my family watched it live, bro. Like, they, yeah. my mom, my dad, I'm my sister. Them, yo. I'm loving them, Bro, like, yeah. my man, my heart and my mind and just my whole existence is so grateful and blessed. I had to pray before I went there. I prayed the day after and every day. I mean, I pray every day. You don't know wrong. But, like, right. that right. day, I had to make sure that that prayer was well worded, well typed, and everything before I sent it up to God. So, like, <laughs> and, like, because when it's like a lot of people saw my journey from nothing to something, and they're still watching it unfold to this day. Yep. And with just the amount of love and just the amount of appreciation that I have for just being able to do these things and be a part of the culture and move it forward little by little, man, I, it's just, it's a blessing, bro. I, 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 shit, I almost cried that day, bro. I ain't gonna lie like I that. Tell you, yo, when I seen that, just said my boy on Pix 11, he, that, boy yeah. on the news, I said, oh man, this is it uh, right here, man. I know your family, you know, again, like, and we talk about the culture, Flash. Yeah. How many times do you turn on your TV? How many times do you turn on social media? And all the fuck you see is the negative yeah, shit, bro. Yeah, all, you, bro. all you see is we done got killed or we done got beat or we fucking locked up for some stupid shit. So once I knew you was going on the news, man, and they was going to showcase your yeah. talent, man, play your shit on the fucking national news. Again, you're changing the narrative. You're showing them that, guess what? You can show positive shit within our fucking community because we're doing positive shit within our community. So I know your family, man. Your, I'm surprised your moms ain't break down, man, because the joy she probably felt seeing her kid up there, man. Your pops, man, to be like, yo, he probably gave you a, a wagwan, brother. You did good job, man. <laughs> wagwan. brother. You did good job, boy. I know Are that. You lose, boy. Look at me. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, they were so it. proud. Like, I, I can't even, they couldn't even put it into words. Just like, I can't yeah. even put it into words. Cause it's like, I don't even carry myself on a day to day as this big upshot dude or I'm this multi platinum. Nah, bro. I'm, just, I'm yeah. an average dude. I just make cool art for cool people. I got some cool things out of it. And I just keep doing cool things. That's it. That's just God. That's the way God wrote my life out. I'm just living up to his expectations at this point. Yeah. Because I, I, I was going to say, I was going to co-sign what you're saying, bro. Because I want to give let people know like what the first experience was when we met you. Yeah. yeah. When we met you, bro. Like what he's saying is solid. Like first, within the first five minutes of meeting each other, we outside smoking the L, bro. We just knew the energy. His energy was just different. That's it was fact. no, it was no, yo, I'm Kid Flash's hair. I've arrived. Some people you just know and get that vibe and energy from. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that was never the motherfucking case. It was, yo, what's good, brother? What's good, king? Boom, boom, we dapped up, hugged, started smoking, chilling. Yo, bro, we here to celebrate you, da, da, da. And we had a great effing interview. I wish we'd had the footage, man. The audio was crazy, okay. but it was just a great time, man. Like, so you you a humble brother, bro. That's why we want to have you back on. That's why I want to champion you every fucking time we can. When How I felt seeing you. Nigga, that's my bro right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my guy right there.
what does Kid Flash do to relax, man? Because at the end of the day, you got to do something to relax. I understand drawing is a passion, but what is something that you like to do other than drawing to kind of like let off some steam when you're having a bad day? What do you like to do then? I like to make beats. I like to make okay. music. I like to, okay. I like to, um, so as far as that, I like, I, I, I keep myself as creative as possible, as productive okay. as possible. I, you know, drawing is my life at this point. So right. I don't even look at it as a, like work. It's just something I just do that makes me money. Right. <laughs> but when I'm not drawing, cause you know, I can't draw forever, although I would love to, but at sometimes I do need a break from the screen. So yeah. I switch over, I switch over to, uh, making beats, whether that's you know on my laptop or on my iPad, um, or I like to also like read as well too. You know, I, I, I read a lot. I make sure I'm well well versed and well well rounded when it comes to learning knowledge the the, the traditional way, reading yeah. articles and books and and like I don't like to read too many fiction books. I want to real read like real hard knowledge books. You know what I'm saying? So I could widen my knowledge because when when you have a, a, a vast knowledge. You you're less susceptible to being t manipulated and taken advantage of because you know so much yeah. already. So right. you know what I'm saying, and just you know, knowledge is power. Like I, I just like learning. learning. You know what I'm saying. I'm always going to be a student in the game because even though I'm very professional with what I do and I have a very extensive knowledge on what I do, I can always learn something new or or profound, get more profound in a style that I already unlocked and mastered. Is never is never no no ceiling to it, like you said earlier. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't cap myself at just one thing. I try to get as nice as I can and then learn something else. And that's why I keep doing it. Like, I just learned how to make rugs. Now, me and my girl, we making, making rugs now. We're going to talk about that shit later. Because when I seen you was doing that, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Who the fuck wakes up one day like, I want to make a rug, right? <laughs> that was a decor, home decor, bad bath and body. I want to make a rug. <laughs> I, that's literally how it was. I was like, you know what? We always been seeing it. We always been talking about it. And yeah. it was just like one day, we was just like, fuck it. We just ordered the shit, yeah. ordered all the tools we needed, built the frame, and then made the first rug and just been making them since. We got like probably what, like four or five rugs now? Yeah. Six rugs? Uh, and yeah. we, we just keeping it going because it's, it's, yeah. like I said, it's all a learning experience. So it's like, yeah. it's just like drawing, yeah. but. It, it is tricky because you're working on a different medium now. It's not like painting or it's not like spray painting or doing a wall, but like, yeah. So you know, right. it's, it's something we learned, something we got real nice at real quick. And now yeah. all it is is just perfecting the craft at, at that. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. He, said, he said, what's your sign? Pause. Yeah, I don't even know. You don't know. No, 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 no. Tyrese, nigga? There's no way. There's no way you get away with that, Hayes. It's no way. Matter of fact, Hey, yo. Hey, yo. His sign is a man. <laughs> yeah, my sign is a man. But I mean, for those who are curious, though, for those who are curious, I am a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. <laughs> hey, Hayes, it's with the what's your name? What's your sign? <laughs> hey, yo, you gotta relax. Yo, yeah, he's, bro, out of I, he's out of control, bro. Yo, but yo, bro, I do got one last question for you, bro. Yeah. I'm bad curious, bro. Yeah. What is one dream project that yeah. you would want to work on? What's one dream brand? What's something that you haven't created that, that you would like to do? Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about positive affirmation, so I want to put it out on the show, bro. What's a dream brand you want to work with or a dream project you'd love to collab on? Um, damn, that's a that's a very, very good one. I, yeah. I would love to do, well, uh, 
because I'm not gonna lie, like a couple of the dream collabs that I already wanted to do kind of already happened. Okay. Oh, hold up. If, Damn, I missed the horn, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the horn. Because one of my dream collabs, like the biggest ones that I had at the at the time, pause was um while in here. I got yeah, I got to it was wilding out. And through the grace of God, I was able to do a lot of a lot of work with the Wild and Out uh, cast members like Radio Big Mac, Radio Big Mac, shout out Radio Big Mac, um, Cortez, uh, and now we even working with the Eighty Five South show right now. But that's kind of hush hush. So we ain't we another exclusive. Oh, oh man, fire! On their necks all twenty twenty four. Foot on their necks. Yeah, but I would say I would say the one collab that I that haven't I haven't done uh, or worked with yet would have to be in between DC and Marvel, like one of those two, because I really want to I really want to do something dope with them, like create my own character, comic book series with them, like that could be within the Avengers or the Justice League or something like, because I'm very much into superheroes and that type of stuff. So if I could get a comic book run with with one of them sponsored by them or just featuring their actual characters and it's real like i don't want to just draw my own thing and then put superman in there or whatever and then it just be like my own thing i want it to be officially stamped like yo this character runs with the justice league or runs with the avengers or whichever one comes first but you know what i'm saying pause because that's not a case but yeah, that was yeah no nah, that's that, bro that was crazy that was fine you gave him PTSD. No, I, I this nigga acts and sound like he was Tyrese. <laughs> this nigga acts for your son. Yeah, you know saying, but yeah, that working where or or getting one of my cartoons on Adult Swim Cartoon Network vibes. Like if I could get the flies or any one of my other shows on Adult Swim, childhood me is literally gonna drop so much tears because bro, me and my older sister used to watch Adult Swim and and Cartoon Network religiously bro like coming home from school through the through the backpack off got a bowl of cereal or something just watching hours and hours and hours until my pops used to back when he used to work late shift came home one two in the morning we still up watching family guy watching robot chicken all these bro so to see the flies on adult swim is gonna be freaking beautiful bro so that's gonna happen you know, I'm, I'm gonna see what's up, bro. I'm gonna see who we, who we. I know I'm connected with some people on Cartoon Network, bro. But I'm gonna see if there's anybody because it's all Paramount. They're all yeah. under, yeah. They're all on the Paramount. So we're gonna see what's up. I'm gonna see if we see anybody. I'm gonna throw you a play up. I'm show you a screenshot somewhere. And Thank you, bro. Broski, let's make it happen. Let's make I that got, I, happen. I got one last question for you, Flash. Um, I understand that you, um, <clears throat> you're super talented, right? How important for you is travel? Because as an artist. You know, I've been around the world so many times. It's so dope when you get to go to other places and experience other cultures and see yeah. what they use for art. Yeah. You see what they use for mediums and things of that nature. How big are you um, on travel? Because I think that if you're not, you should really start traveling a lot because you can pick up tidbits from other cultures and kind of bring it home and kind of incorporate yeah. it into your work and I think take it to the next level. So how big are you on traveling? Like, do you travel a lot? I, I actually just recently got big on travel because okay. before I was kind of traveling domestically or just on like little family vacations or whatever. Yeah. But like yeah. as a businessman and traveling individually by myself, I actually just recently started doing that okay. um, because, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, 
I used to kind of fear going places by myself because I, you know, I don't want to ever get caught lacking in a place I don't know, being dolo. Because at that at that point, who you call? But I kind of mm-hmm. overlooked that and like, nah, like at the end of the day, as long as you're walking with the Lord, nothing can really happen to you. You feel me? So it's just like I'm, I'm big. I'm big on travel now. Uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm in and out of Atlanta a lot. I'm actually about to go back to Atlanta in the next month, I believe. And then I'm trying to go overseas with it now because the architecture and the design and the art scene yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. is a bro like London and, and, yep. and, yep. and Paris and Milan, you know, all these places like that have big, big art scenes, fashion scenes. Yep. I want to experience it firsthand so I can incorporate some of, like you said, incorporate some of that art style into my own design and give yep. it a fresh feel. You know what I'm saying? Get Try something that I probably never th- knew I would probably been good at. Because, like I said, I'm a student in the game. I'm always learning, and there's no better better way to learn than th- through experience. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, going to these places, watching how the architecture on some of these buildings was made, and how the curvature and the sculptures and all this type of stuff, right? Anatomy and all that. Bro, I look at all of that because, being that I have this knowledge, I don't watch cartoons the same way no more. I don't look at art the same way yeah. no more. Yeah, I I pick it. Now I, I I pick it like like I'm picking this brain like even when I watch new animated movies I'm like oh look at the frame rate on that look at look at the the, the yeah. motion blur here look at look at this the lighting the compositing ah ah I, before I never used to talk like that I used to watch a movie and be like oh that was a fire animation now I I got the the science behind it now so now I'm like okay how could I incorporate the frame rate they use into my hey, so, right right the lighting source it is the texture of that. Yeah, like the realism of this. Now, uh, you know what I'm saying? Taking, taking them to school. That's a fact. Bro, that's real, bro. Yeah, yeah you're like gonna, it. you're gonna, you're gonna love Paris. Going to the Louvre, like seeing yeah. the Eiffel Tower, bro. They got a little thing, like it's a little Riviera, right next, right underneath the, the Eiffel Tower. I sat there, bro. I smoked the L for like two, three hours. Was drinking beers, which is looking at the motherfucker. So I could imagine what you would do. Yeah. After seeing the Mona Lisa live, after going seeing some of like Angelo work and shit like that, and then going actually to be able to. Bring your sketch pad out and draw something right there on the spot, bro. You'll be so inspired. I, I yeah, guarantee you. Paris was dope, but you know, I, and I tell this story all the time. The best part to me of going to Paris and shit like that, I'm just being honest, was getting on the train and seeing all the fucking graffiti on the buildings. Yeah. Like you know, when you go to the hood, they you know how much fucking graffiti and shit they like shit look like the Bronx in the 80s. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I do, I do, bro. Flash, when you go out there, you're gonna be like, get the fuck. It looked like the, the old subway cars with the bubble lap, yeah. like shows you that art transcends culture bro it transcends yeah. fucking color and race and barriers that shit transcends it's one of those universal it's languages language. like music bro if it's hot it's hot that's it they're gonna that's celebrate what yeah. i was saying earlier too when we first first started the interview like art is not a, a, a title it's it's yeah. a, it's a personality it's an expression yeah. it's something that yeah. is, is universal bro like art can be used in any and everything bro and like it's different forms of art. Like art is just a category. Like like think of an umbrella company. Like you got uh, a car company, but it got different cars under it or different brands under it or whatever. It's like an umbrella company. So the category of art doesn't just be you paint or you draw or whatever. It could be speaking, like you or speaking and public speaking is a form of art. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Videography is a form of art. Motion pictures and stuff like that, animation, all that is forms of art. You know what I'm saying? There's, it, there's no ceiling to what can be art. And this is what I'm trying to get other people to really understand who don't really know what art is. They just think art and think it's just drawing or something. Like, nah, art is everything. 
Art is nice. everything, bro. Nice, bro. Like even even the design of your crib was art. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the design of this microphone that we looking at, the design of this computer I'm looking at, all of that is art. That's a fact, so, right? And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, he's a true artist and rappers. You're just a rapper. Y'all talking good game, and that's that's art, too. I'm starting some shit. I gotta play devil's advocate. I'm starting some shit. Because I don't write no shit. But I can hear a beat and see a verse literally appear in front of my face, bro. I'll see a whole verse and know what it is. That's the that's the sign of a true artist, because a lot of people... Oh, you know, like, rappers are artists themselves, but in a in a certain in a certain bracket, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Right. Of course, of course. Because once you, like there's some artists that like rappers that just rap and just write they shit or just spit it and whatever. But there's other rappers now that go to the beat production, that go into yeah. instrumentals, that go into vocal coaching and all all of that is still forms of art. But if you limit yourself to just oh I just rap on beats, then you're just a rapper. Call it what it is. But Hey, shout out, little man. What's up, Garson? Say hi to my friend Kid Flash. Hi. You, <laughs> you know what he's doing right now in the room while we yeah. podcasting? He's drawing. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's drawing. I Tell him what you was drawing. Yeah. Um, um, musicals. You're drawing musicals? Which yeah. one? Which which musical was you drawing? Um, a lot. Well, Elmo, lot. which one? Um, I was doing like shit and like, and like birds and like pirate and all that stuff yeah it is awesome awesome and, and flash and, he, and he's working on and he's working on like a crime drama thing called um um case closed case closed case so we're gonna do an animation with him where he's like a detective and he's finding different stuff like you know in the neighborhood and his name is case when he, it's case yeah, so closed. His name is case so case closed you see and he's five look five. and he's writing his own scripts using chat gpt bro right you see right and this this is the future yeah. That we need to cultivate. This is the people yeah. we need to the, the, the generation we need to, to uplift because yeah. people such as as, as KC, like he's going to be the next founding artist of this yeah. generation that's upcoming. And yeah. when you know what I'm saying, and you what you have already, bro, is amazing and beautiful. Keep going from, from one artist to another. Please keep going. Please. It is no matter how tough it gets. No matter how long you stay up drawing and coming up with these stories and characters, it's gonna be worth it. Please keep going for me. Keep drawing. Keep if you want to throw your crayons all over the house and your markers, just do it. And just daddy, do got it. just do it. Yeah, no, no, keep no, no. drawing. It might spark an idea. Do that. It might spark an idea, and then it'll take you wherever. So That's please, bro, I love to see yeah. it. I can't wait to see how how it all turns out. If you could show me the character at some point, I'd love to see it and help you on your journey. Yo, it is. Say thank you. Thank you. I'm happy you want you want to take us home, big guy. Take us home, man. Oh, say say your line. What you what you gonna say? Thank <laughs> you for watching. What is the title? What is it? That you that this is the best show on YouTube. Hi, what are we talking about? <laughs> Let them know. Let Let them see you later, <laughs> I love that, man. Beautiful, beautiful. There it is, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, man. Once again, um. We want to thank you guys for sticking in with us, man. We live on Instagram. We live on YouTube. We're live on um, Facebook. We're live on LinkedIn. Um, I'm just looking at some of the analytics, man. We have over like 200 people jumping on on all the platforms, man. 
I, we got a lot of comments coming in from Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, and support of Flash, easy. man. That's a fact, man. So this has been a phenomenal episode. Once again, we cannot do it without the support of this community. We're growing and glowing. We want to thank Flash for coming out again. And, you know, right. this is such you. an amazing episode. And, you know, thank, thank you, Monk, again, you know, and, and his support system for just allowing this, this guy to wake up and do what he needs to do, man. I appreciate y'all for having me. It's always love. Y'all always showing me love, and I love showing love back. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to take it to the top with you guys, because, you know what I'm saying, there's multiple seats at this table. So Flash, I, I, I need a one-on-one piece. I know you see the art behind me, the oh, art, yeah, yeah. collectibles and all. So just know, man, I need a one-on-one piece. We're going to talk. I need some exclusive shit. You know what I'm got saying? You. I got right. you. I got both of y'all. I got both of y'all. Custom right. pieces. More than the time pieces. <laughs> What are the ones for y'all? Nobody else. Oh, no, yeah, it is, man. Oh, man. My God, man. You, you already know, bro. I'm going to say, no, just, just say it again, bro. Just, yo, bro, we love you, bro. We we, yeah. we, we see your ascension, bro. We rooting for you. You got yeah. brothers here. It ain't no, this ain't no fucking for the camera shit. This ain't none yeah. of that. You know how we roll off camera, bro. Yeah. Like, you got brothers here. You can text us. You need something. We here for you, bro. So just keep yeah. grinding, man. And I want to let you know, as your brother, you inspire and motivate me right. and my brother. You know what right. I'm saying? So you I motivate watch. us, bro. Like real talk. So keep doing your thing, man. Real yeah. shit. Real shit. What we got? What we got coming? We got coming up next. Uh, next week we got. We, uh, this week we got Thursday episode with Tay Sweat. Tay Sweat. That's then we got. Then we got John Graham Jr. And then we got. Oh man, we got Chantel George, CEO of Sisters of uh, Sisters and Sales. We got Doug Melville, best-selling author of Invisible Generals. You've seen him on Breakfast Club, all the yep. platforms. He's pulling up. We got Fan Appreciation Show February first. So February if you're a small 1st. business, you the yep. homie family you got yep. whatever you're entrepreneur you got some gems a bar you want to spit on the show you want a clip that you could put up on social media pull yep. up to the show and we're gonna rock with y'all february 1st yeah and then we rock it what we're gonna do is before that before that show the first time we did it it was random so you guys didn't know what to do we want to refine the experience every time we do this to make sure that people know about it and you can prepare for it right we're gonna give up we're gonna put up some posts right before that show that's gonna have the link and let you know how many minutes you're gonna have and how to come on to the show because it's a different link to view the show than to actually be a guest on the show right so that way we allow people to come on and talk about what they're talking about and up and you know and, and we can keep it flowing so that we can get as many people on the show as possible man because yeah. we, we definitely want to support the community. like flash this is our platform y'all it ain't a us platform it ain't a me it ain't a chatty platform it ain't a jared platform this is us this is for the motherfucking culture we grind for the culture to celebrate our own and that's what we're gonna keep doing so see you all next week unapologetic you know, vibes. you know the vibes with that said man we out of here shout out to my brother man Matter of fact, tell them where they can check Absolutely. you where they catch you at oh yeah give them the information flash yeah let them know where they can find you find me on all platforms at kid flash K-I-D-F-L-V-S-H on all platforms. Or you can hit me up on my website, www.kidflash.com. Spell the exact same way it is on this little red bubble. Uh, again, for those who, who need it, K-I-D-F-L-V-S-H. And we out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and listen, make sure you this man is, Yeah, this man is about his business. Please, you can talk to him. Please reach out to Monk. But understand this guy stands on business. Please don't waste his fucking time. He will work with you, but please do not disrespect him and come asking for no free shit and things of that nature. You see what he's doing. If you want to do business, come business minded and and do business. That's yeah. it. That that deserves a motherfucking message. message. And we out here on that note. We're gonna see y'all, man. More than the title, baby. It's all about me.
one.